0: If I didn't care more than words can say, if I didn't care, would I feel this way?
1: Hello, and- that we're, we're playing fallout the happiest waste on earth session 19
2: hey it only it took does. it only took 19 sessions for us to mention the title of this campaign
1: hey i mentioned it at the end of one of like the first six <laughs> did you because i don't remember it oh no no it was just the working title of my notes sorry ah <laughs> uh, okay welcome to fallout <laughs> we're back and last we left off, our team uh, was instrumental in the destruction of a radio tower beloved by hundreds. some say multiple hundreds.
2: yeah. yes, the yeah. radio tower was not long for this world. Also, I'd say we request we were responsible for it in as much as we found a guy offered to evAC him and then he hit a button that said nope <laughs> until this we had five <laughs> minutes to leave.
1: I love that button. And uh, you made potential enemies of a... Of a drug trafficking gang known as the Barons. Oops. You stopped the traffic. Much like Chris Christie, you stopped all traffic of drugs into this nation. Just like New Jersey.
3: I'm sure people were walking them on foot across the bridge.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. God damn it. You guys acquired the hurricane x1 and in inventory the, acqu- acquired the hurricane as my indie band and you put him in your van and you're driving him back
4: yes we're also picking up i, bu- I believe we're picking up uh guinevere along the way as well sounds
1: about right
2: right yeah because we wanted the other advanced military robot <laughs> even though lancelot took the sword yeah well i mean lots of good weapons yeah she's capable
5: Vespa is just mostly quiet along the trip. All right. Which is a wig, can you?
1: So I'll say as much that it's a rather long trip back and it's going to be, well, I assume you guys take shifts driving when things aren't particularly harrowing. And it, with a few stops along the way it takes to resupply, it's around 11 in the morning when you reach, uh, when you reach, or was it again? Atlanta. No, Alabama. Those are different places in a yes. similar area.
2: <laughs> Travis is going to get on your ass again.
1: No, he's not. Yes, he is. So, so yeah. Suffice it to say, it does not take long for you to pack Guinevere in, although she is still decompiling the uh, personality and training information you've downloaded into her skull. So she's going to be a little passive for a while. Okay. But if you, um, if you choose, you can ask simple questions, and it seems that gets an answer out of her.
2: I mean, Lanzo could probably just speak with her in the Lanzo way. Yeah,
1: that, that is simpler for many of the Roberts.
2: Chris
6: is I'm not come Robert. Hmm? Peep, poop, I'm a Robert. I'm a Robert.
5: Ah, beep-boop-boop. Boop. I,
1: too, am a robot. So, do you have any questions in particular for Guinevere, or do you want to just ship
2: on back to Kismet Park?
3: I'm not sure what she know. Because
2: mm-hmm. she only, like, g- gained, uh, like, sentience recently. True enough. <laughs> I mean, curi-
1: just curious if you have any... any uh... Sometimes you guys like asking things, so I like to enable that.
4: Well, uh... I mean, Alex will greet her because she mostly treats robots like people. Introduce herself.
1: She opens her eyes, somewhat half-lidded, and turns to you in the seat of the van. Greetings, my name is Guinevere.
4: Um, I'm Alex. It's good to meet you.
1: She ponders for a moment.
4: For real this time. You as well. How
1: may I help
0: you?
4: Oh, um... I guess, hmm, I guess I was just curious as to what you think. I mean, our plan was to take you back to our home, I guess, with us, if that is all right with you.
1: My banks store no current objective. Unless this plan obviously interferes with my personal safety, then I shall go along with it.
4: I don't think it should. She thinks she's she's kind of curious now because she had thought that Arth- Arthur's notes suggested he had take he had taken he was I don't know, painstakingly recreating her personality or something. But in addition to having the military training,
1: as I said earlier, it's still decompiling.
4: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, in that case, I guess she just doesn't say much for now.
1: She turns back towards the front window. Uh,
2: what uh, what particular weapon systems are you trained on?
1: Predominantly melee implements, though I do have some knowledge of archery.
2: Right, it was... Hmm. Archery?
4: Oh, that's what... That's like what uh, Vespa was doing in Lanzo's head, right?
1: She raises an eyebrow quizzically. It's also what Lanzo
2: all... does, actually. Oh, right. That's.
4: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just so used to him going up and hitting things with a lance or a sword. That's right, he does do that, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, with uh, some skill. I'm uh, just so
4: used to everybody using, also everybody mostly using
2: guns and such. Yeah, we can, uh, we can construct uh, some kind of longbow for you when we get back. I'm guessing we have other... Scrap, we
6: can turn into that. I see. You may use mine if you're able for the time being. She nods. Perhaps.
2: Light, so don't you have another, don't you have a spare sword as well?
6: Indeed. Uh, yeah. Khaled Bolt. I'm looking for Khaled Bolt. I see. She takes it,
1: looks at it appraisingly. Her eyes scan it back and forth as though she's writing something into memory and she sets it in her lap. Thank you for the gift.
6: It is my pleasure. Your height. think? I don't know. Uh, was she a queen? She, she was, a queen, was right? super duper queen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can't remember if she was officially queen or prince. sometimes the royalty get got confusing for me. Uh, But yes, I'm going was definitely the queen. So her highness, her majesty, whatever you like. Isn't
4: it technically you for to your majesty is king or the queen and your highness is more is for princes and princesses? Sure. All the royal family. I don't know. I thought I read somewhere that it was, but I can't. But that that may have been a real or it may have been a fantasy novel. So
1: and trends have changed even in the real world quite often. (laughs) Yes, that too. yeah, it's your eminence, your lordliness.
2: she's also she's also been programmed by uh, by a robot that is designed uh, that is designed to emulate um shall we say Fake England? Yeah <laughs> uh, I was gonna say Apocrypha, but yes, that also works. <laughs>
1: Fake England is nice, but the uh, the bobbies always give me trouble.
2: Bobby's are always troubling me for my crisps.
1: <laughs> I always want my fish and chips. So It's too damn foggy. Does anyone have any more questions? Give me a notice check, Alex. Sure.
4: Uh, with this notice, yes. Is this related to machines at all? Yes, it is. I'll spend a fate point to reroll that. <laughs> Negative eight. I, I I can't reach that. <laughs> no one can. Oh, okay, that's a plus one.
1: Rare that you can hit a minus four, like net plus one.
4: Yeah. All
1: right, nothing yet. It is a normal trip, but you do see that the hurricane is is uh sort of jiggling his leg nervously.
4: Mm, is everything okay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, other than
1: the obvious, I guess. Yeah, things are a little (laughs) fucked up right now.
4: (laughs) Well, things are usually pretty safe at Kismet Park, so hopefully you can relax there a little bit.
1: Yeah, hopefully, before I start getting the sound system up. Hmm. You know, I've listened to your show a lot. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. You've
4: chimed in with some pretty cool stuff. We actually made it to the... What was it? The place, <laughs> what was the name of the place we all thought we were going to die again, Chris? Which one? <laughs> the one where we all thought we were going to die because we were all sick.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, this, the CDC, right.
4: Or, right. Or, or you all did, rather, because I just, I just remembered that
1: I believe Alex failed her, made her check. Yes, so <laughs> Alex and Lance both succeeded, uh, both uh, failed their no <laughs> nocebo check.
5: Yes. <laughs> This. Vespa just kind of like looks over, looks over to uh, talks to that and just like gives a just just a slight nod.
4: Oh yeah, we found out about that. We managed to get there because of you. Oh
1: yeah. Mhm. What was in there?
2: Um. A lot of uh A lot of A lot of, lot of Mister Handies and that became Mister Gutsies and also, uh, some terrifying plague. And uh. There was
4: a guy there, too, though he is both sort of dead now and sort of not. He, he kind of accidentally made himself run out of air,
2: I think. Oh, nasty way to go. It's fine, though. There's like another dozen of him. Ah, oh, no kidding. You met Smokey? Is that his name? Called himself <laughs> the
1: Survivor. Nah, just call him Smokey because uh, there's a nickname I gave to the second one after he set the first one on fire that met me.
4: Oh, so... Do you have one of these, perchance? She'll show the the pin, the survivalist pin that he gives to allies.
1: He smirks and uh, pulls aside his collar and shows it's under the lapel.
4: Oh, okay. I guess we can talk to you about him then.
1: Yeah, if you like.
4: That was definitely not what I was expecting.
1: Yeah, but
4: you know the wasteland. She, yeah. she, she thinks about this for a second and is like, I'm not sure I do yet.
2: <laughs> you know, stories like this are a lot more common than you'd expect. Like, not this not this story, but stories of this level of absurdity.
1: Yeah. The important thing to remember is stories and superstition abound. But at the end of the day, crucifix through the eye of a ghoul is going to do a lot more better than pointing in their direction.
4: I'm not sure I have a very good grasp on what's absurd and not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and, and so time continues. Yeah, the,
2: the scene <laughs> the scene ends with Chris doing with Chris doing a Mal Reynolds. <laughs>
4: can, I was like, <laughs> can I spend a fate point to have helpful radio t- DJ
1: Trigger right now? Yes, something.
0: If no, you really
1: want to? No, I'm not actually going to do that. Spend a fate point to make the man in the room contact
4: you with important, in, with useful information. Hey, if you want to, I know. No, I'm not going to make you come up with something useful for him to say right now. Ah, spoil sport. So. Or rather, I'm not going to use a fate point
1: to do that. There we go. go. (laughs) Don't pretend it's for my sake. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, a few hours later, you guys make it through the swamps, back through the wetlands, and back into civilized, sort of, uh, Floridian society. And as you approach uh, view distance of Kismet Park, something becomes very obvious. Uh, the Pip-Boy is hissing.
4: Oh, uh, that's interesting. She's going to see what's up with her Pip-Boy.
1: Alright, make me a science or crafts check. Is there anything coming over the CB?
4: I will craft the shit out of it.
1: There's absolutely nothing coming over the CB. Plus six crafts. Plus six crafts. Alright. One of the, uh, one of the channels that you have the Pip-Boy tuned to appears to be being interfered with. And it appears to be the Kismet Park information channel.
4: Oh, that's not good, is it? Nah, probably not. She, I mean, she says without, but I imagine that he can tell as well what is happening, especially if they're sitting next to each other.
1: <laughs> right. He is, a, little... he is an audio engineer after
4: all
6: <laughs> of um, some
4: sort. You guys aren't going to like this, but I think, but somebody appears to be um, jamming the park station. Vespa heaves a deep sigh.
2: Alright, then. Kismet Protectorate, this is Chris. Over.
1: <laughs> there's, there's simply uh, Static returning back to you. I mean, I suppose
4: there's not really anything she can do, because even if she can rig something with the pit boy they aren't going to be able to receive it if the signal is jammed.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you get a... Uh, do you have any idea what the... Uh, when, when we get back, we can try and put a trace on the source, I guess. I wonder if it's something like the ibot signal we've been getting.
1: I never heard of an ibot emitting such a powerful interference.
2: We you had guys, a, like, a
1: serious. You guys have a
2: serious radio rig, don't you? We do. So. Uh, we've been meeting ibots that have uh, that have boosted transmitters, though. Well, that uh, makes sense. I mean, at least.
4: It means the park's alright, because this is a jamming signal. It's not like they did something to the station itself, so... I mean, if they had gotten into the radio station, they wouldn't need the jammer.
2: Yeah. Mm. Still, if somebody's jamming our frequency...
4: I mean, you never know. We have enough people that like to do weird things that somebody could be running some kind of experiment that's doing it.
2: Yeah, true.
4: She... She, uh... I don't know, I guess she'll scan other channels to see if, in case somebody's hailing over a different one. Just uh, kind of search the frequencies. If it is specifically that frequency yeah. that is being jammed.
1: It appears to be. Every once in a while you hit another jam signal. It's possible that um, that you, you know fairly well that if you wanted to uh, stop someone from transmitting, you keep an open broadcast request and sort of find all the frequencies they're using and jam them all. But you don't find too much useful in that respect.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess Hurricane s- sort of frowns. Yeah, uh, Chris <laughs> will uh, hail uh, Cape Kennedy, see if they're uh, see if they can respond. Uh, the Brotherhood. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hello. This is. Um, this is Knight Maxwell,
2: uh, operating from the Cape. How may I help you? Hi, this is uh, Chris Yao from the Kismet Park Protector, and it, like, uh, it looks like somebody's going through and jamming our radio signal. We want to know if you had any trouble earlier. Hmm, Let me see. Yes, we've
1: identified the same jamming, but we haven't yet had the manpower to go send a scouting team over.
2: Hmm. Ap- apologies. No worries. Uh, we just want to know how widespread the issue was. Over and out. Click.
1: Well, it's been lovely sharing these few calm hours with you folks. Vespa's uh, just checking her ammunition. But if there's anything I've learned, he adjusts his sunglasses. I the hurricane doesn't last long in the wasteland.
2: Oh. Off in the distance, do we hear, like, the <laughs> scream from, we won't get fooled again?
0: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
1: He just sort of crosses his leg, taps his foot nervously. uses the other hand to hold the shotgun he carried with him. What's our ETA? You were about five minutes from visual range and 20 minutes from the park itself.
4: Well, we'd be able to tell by now if everything was on fire, at least. No,
5: just hijacked.
4: Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure between Hurricane and myself, we can figure out some way around the jamming once we get there.
2: Yeah, we could try and come up with a way to triangulate the signal or the origin point. Although the, the Brotherhood. The about... Brotherhood said they got a Brotherhood said they got an approximate distance on it. I think. And I'll see what I can do about
1: whoever's
5: inside.
1: All right. And as you um, start to approach Kismet Park, you see that the, um, the gates that are open towards the north are locked tight, and there appear to be people massing around the outside
2: of it. Uh, can we identify these people? Uh, give me an investigate check.
4: Sure. I can roll that. What maybe. I do with Mike? Except the dice roller hates me, and I wish I could find my actual dice, which I might have left in Minnesota. Oops. Um whoops
2: Nope, I did the bad made the bad game.
1: I I got a plus two. Plus two's alright. Plus it's, one's alright. Minus one's not great. Plus uh hurricane auto fails.
4: <laughs> what, what about Lance? so Did you roll in minus four? Oh right, no sight. <laughs> Blind. That would be problem, wouldn't it? <laughs>
6: Uh one second, I didn't have the actual die roller up. Only the fake one. Correct. Uh Yep, zero.
1: Zero. Alright. So Alex, you in particular. This is all you get before you before you guys pull into range such that the people around there will notice you too. Mm-hmm. The panhandlers are back. Of course. And they have cavalry of sorts, but you aren't sure what kind.
2: Does it look oh. like it's
4: alive? Um It's those guys we pissed off like right away.
2: <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is why we well, got the brotherhood. I warned them.
5: She clicks her uh Basically, uh, snaps the uh, cylinder into the gun, holsters it.
2: Yeah, Chris reaches through his bag and uh, puts the shotgun down, pulls out his mare's leg. What a
1: charming euphemism!
2: The hell is that? That's what he calls his penis. Okay. (laughs) No, that's the baby. No, that's the baby's arm. He shouldered his penis. (laughs) No, Mares like Mayor's like it is a lever action carbine.
1: Oh, okay. It, it'll do it'll do you well to have a little bit of extra range, I suppose. Yeah. So, do you guys pull into range of the panhandlers?
2: Yeah, why not? We're in a car. <laughs> if they take <laughs> off after us, we can just, you know, drive.
1: <laughs> I'm certain none of them have missile launchers.
2: Yeah, that's why we got the Brotherhood. Um Chris is gonna uh Let's see. Actually, well, Chris will hold off on that, because I don't know. Maybe they're not going to be terrible this time.
1: Yeah. All right. As you approach within sight range of them in your car, you see that they they have command of the gates and appear to be able to open it or shut it at their will, but they are not pushing in. And as you get closer, you see that the the cavalry are actually ghouls (sighs) atop mutant crocodiles.
4: Um so I don't know
5: if they have their siege sieging They already own the place.
2: Siege isn't going to do much good though. We're pretty much self-sufficient.
4: Yeah, they're
2: I mean, they're at the gates,
4: but they don't already taken the gate.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure why they're just, why they haven't pushed in. Although how how many are there out Might there compared be- <laughs> to how many we've seen?
1: Um Outside, there's probably a good hundred ghouls, a good fifteen to twenty, uh... radcrocs. Okie doke.
2: Um.
1: Most of them carrying, um... Most of them carrying some form of rudimentary gun, pistols, rifles, whatever they could scavenge.
0: Maybe
4: the... Maybe our gun-wielding robot guardsmen are, um discouraging them
2: it's possible that might also be the reason they're trying to jam our signal maybe they're are, trying are to we... dial into the frequency that the uh that the the command broadcast is on sir so are we just going to
4: drive up to them
2: uh, there's uh not not when there's not when there's a hundred and they seem to be well armed I think this is where we use i think this is where we call in one of our favors with the brotherhood is there another yeah. way
4: into the park
5: I'll, um, oh, while you're oh, hey. thinking of that, <laughs> while you're thinking of that, Chris, may I borrow that carbine? Sure, yeah. If you, she's gonna, she's just gonna like take it, look through the scope, and uh, try and locate the uh,
1: the man in charge, Quentin. Yeah. All right. Now that you got a little bit of uh, scope on you, you do in fact see a rather bedraggled-looking giant of a ghoul. Although he is looking a little bit different than the last time you fought him. He appears to be wearing some sort of metal frame on his body that's holding padding to his chest. And on his back he has a mini nuke strapped. A mini nuke that has a knife through the outer casing.
5: The hell is that? Chris, check this out.
2: Ah shit, he pulled a raven. A raven? A what? Yeah, there What's was. What's going on? It's the guy uh, Quentin. Yeah, Quentin. He's got a he's got a mini nuke strapped to his back. Looks like he's looks like he got something lodged in it, so it'll go off if anybody attacks him.
1: That's so Raven. That's yeah. I...
2: There was a there was a guy a guy that they talked about in the waste for a long time. He had a motor. He always uh, he drove uh, he drove around on a motorcycle that had a tactical nuke in the sidecar was tied to his uh tied to his heart rate if it ever stopped beating the nuke would go off
0: um
2: do you think that's
4: what he's doing i mean they need like radiation right maybe he's just doing it so it leaks radiation
2: it's too too small an amount of uh the the stuffing the stuff you need to to make something go boom is different than just simple radioactive if, if they wanted something that's radioactive they could they have a greater access to that. A mini nuke is something different. Well it's
5: on his back not on his head I could take his head clean off his shoulders right here and now
2: if he falls he if, he, if he falls down on his back it might set it off. He turns to look at you through the scope
1: and he puts out a hand and with a stern look on his face beckons you over with his
2: fingers. Uh, Chris is going to radio in the sitch Before pilot, Before uh, deciding as we, as we idle our way up Um Do you think they'd mind if I Went off on my own <laughs> Probably <laughs> I think if you went off on your own They'd have a fine hostage I mean
4: If you got some other way to get in the park I, I could take my me. scooter And try and find some place to climb in I'm pretty good at that
2: uh, actually, the. Uh, um, actually, I have an idea. Um, I'll spend a fate point to to uh, to invoke. Be prepared. It's okay. I dug a. I dug a. Uh, I dug a secret entrance tunnel in case something like this happened. When did you do that? It's you pretty know easy. What camping? <laughs> <laughs> Is be, that within the realms can, of the? You can
3: veto prepared. it
1: if you want. <laughs>
3: You know what, camping? Fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Tunnel's okay. Well, how about. Uh, I mean. It'll get you in and out, but I mean, it'll get you in and
4: out. I'll try and work on getting around the jamming then. Oh. And if failing at that, I can get our robot infantry ready.
5: I'll go have a chat with Quentin. If this goes sour. Well. He'll be dead, I'll be dead, and he'll have no... There'll be, there'll, there'll be no leadership on his end. She'll pass the carbine back to Chris and take her guns. All right. Um, just drop me off here. I'll walk it.
2: I might honestly be helpful in this kind of situation. Lanso, you bested Quentin in single combat once. You want to come with us as a... I don't know. I mean, you beat him once. Like, you, you, you literally beat him down. I will come, yes. Yes, alright. I mean...
1: the ba- There's a clattering in the back seat. There's a lot more of them this time. Oh, yeah, I know, for Lanc- sure. Lancelot, do you need aid defeating a beast?
6: He's still more man than beast, though. So who knows at this point?
2: Yeah, dude looks like he's been huffing buff out, which is impressive because that's a pill.
6: <laughs> Buffing huff out.
2: He's just been crushing it up and snorting it.
1: So she gets she gets out with you, and puts Khaled bolt at her side, attached with a bit of twine. So you want to uh, you want to go a
2: different way, Alex?
4: Yes, Alex is going to take her scooter and. Do
2: you also want try to take and... our blind radio DJ?
4: Uh, <laughs> yes, probably. Uh, would you like to come with me?
1: Yeah, sure. It's not the dumbest thing I've done today. Well. Well, actually, coming with you might have been. In retrospect, possibly. Eh, whatever. Take it as it comes. Let's go. He shoulders his, uh, double barrel.
4: Yeah, and she will find some way to position him on the scooter. (laughs) Yes, he wraps awkwardly around
1: you as you drive.
4: (laughs) She has... She she has not, uh socially aware enough to know why this might be awkward.
1: Right. So, uh, yeah, make me a stealth check, Alex.
4: Will do. Plus six. (laughs) She's good at snake.
2: Does Hurricane roll anti-stealth? Where somehow as he steps, Twigs just spontaneously appear underneath his his feet.
1: Well, he's riding a scooter, and He's not just like shouting
2: because he's blind.
1: <laughs> what? I couldn't see that.
2: He makes he clicks. He the ma- thing makes...
3: that I'm sure is there.
2: He makes clicks to he makes clicks to, to use his echolocation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you get on the scooter and you put it in silent running mode or something. Apparently, it's a I hybrid mean, scooter. I'm guessing
4: I'm guessing the idea is they are at a great enough distance that it's pretty easy to
1: use. Yes, yeah. as you get an earshot, you turn it off and roll it like a, like an actual scooter. <laughs> yes,
4: like, like a non-motorized scooter. Okay. Also, presumably, the entrance to the secret tunnel was not near the gate of the park, because that would seem
1: redundant. Not, spe- to- no, not especially. But as you come around to the east side of it, you do notice that there appears to be another... Force on the south side. Not as large, but another force.
4: Ooh, I better tell them about that when we get the chance. Don't look now, but... Oh, wait, sorry. Um. Yeah, thanks, kid. <laughs> there's a bunch of... uh. There's another group of them out that way. Uh, on the south side of the park, I think. Alright. What are they? Uh, more of their... Oh, you have encountered their... I think they called themselves the Panhandlers. Ah, a bunch of ghouls, yeah. Yeah, you know, they we sort of made them mad because they wanted to use the um, the broken Gek to irradiate everything in the area and create a home for them, and everybody else did not like that idea. So you took over. More or less. I mean. We offered to let them stay too, but they were not too pleased with us wanting
1: to fix the gack And you gotta do what you gotta do. And just about then you come to um, you come to a cistern with a jury rigged lock on it that you can pull into and get into the sewer system below the uh, below Kismet Park. I guess
4: this must be the place. Yeah, she'll did. Uh, Chris, give her the key to it then? Yeah. Yeah, she'll unlock it and usher, uh, For the most usher, part, it just uh,
2: uses speakeasy security. If you know where it is, then you can access it. Right.
4: Right. But, uh, I mean, to be sure, she'll lock it behind her in any case. There right. are guys around. They might stumble on it. Uh, then, yeah, she'll begin walking her, uh... Walking both the hurricane and, uh, her little scooter through the, uh, through the tunnels. Through the
1: cistern, I guess. Alright. So, this is an odd little sewer system. It appears to have been modified not long before the bombs dropped. It appears that it's been made to, well, resist an invasion, almost. It's labyrinthine. It doesn't make any sense as a sewage system. It appears to be more of a another means of fighting off invaders. Huh. And as such, it cycles around to a little while around the outside of the park before it makes its way actually in. And as you look up through a sewer grate near the southwest end of the park, you see something walk by. Something large. Something with a four-foot leg diameter and green
3: (laughs) is it the frog is it the frog prince
1: (laughs) even the frog prince does not have a four foot leg diameter
2: (laughs) that is a leg that is is bigger than his entire body
4: (laughs) I don't I'm bad with okay still so larger than anything she is aware of this is not this is not buzz thunder thighs thunder thighs (laughs) She's, she takes a moment to think if she has forgotten some Any kind of large thing That they have But then I think realizes that No, she doesn't recall something that large in the park Unless she is Unless this, he dug a tunnel that leads to a part of the park She has never been to Because they did
1: not explore nearly all the park Right Yep, and uh, this is outside the wall By the way Oh, this is still outside the wall? Yes Like I said, it circles around before it makes its way in Okay, she's
4: more alarmed. Is that a big crocodile? I mm. Well, keep going then. Yeah, she will continue onward then. All right. Unless, I mean, I guess it's not like she can poke her head up for a better look. And I don't think she wants to.
1: Not especially. And before I get back to the others, give me a notice check. Sure. Uh, Plus four. All right, plus four. As you're uh, as you're walking by another sewer grate, one that's not clo- one that's not actually closed by you know glass or plastic or anything that would make it inaccessible, mm-hmm. you see a ghoul stumbling towards uh, stumbling towards Hurricane, I mean, making making a long drawn out moan as it moves its hand towards him. She was
4: told about. She was told about feral ghouls, right? The ones that are basically mindless and just—I don't know. Uh, in any case, uh, were you? She, she thinks so. But in any case, she panics and punches it.
1: <laughs> roll me, in, roll me, want me. Check for it.
4: Uh, no, that's a net zero. She panics and flails wildly at it, but still All probably right. gets in the way of it between. <laughs>
1: Alright, roll me a, roll me a defense check, either fight or dodge.
4: Uh, athletics? Athletics, yes. Yes, she will then attempt to jump back and be like eep <laughs> Oh oh Alex. Why why now all the bad rolls? Minus one or not minus one, plus one.
1: Alright. Take two physical stresses, this is essentially what happens. It lumbers out of the shadows into the light of the storm drain and puts out a and puts out its face to bite at Hurricane. You run up and throw a punch, and it sinks into its flesh. It feels as though the flesh is rotting away as your hand sinks into it. Oh, you,
4: you, you! I'm glad I wear gloves.
1: And in reaction, it spins around and digs its hand into the side of your head and claws down, leaving leaving gashes through. It's nothing serious, but it hurts and it's gross.
4: Oh. Yeah, she staggers back, holds her head.
1: Hurricane jumps to the other side of the uh, sewer and slams his shoulder into the pipe in the process and then swivels around with the shotgun.
4: Um, all right, you know what? She's kind of a shitty fighter, she realizes. But she has, uh... So she's going to basically try and draw its attention and, uh like dance around it because it seems to be focused on her now and give a uh, hurricane a clear shot. So I'm going to try and put an aspect on it that he can then tag effectively. Okay. Uh, using athletics. If I, if I may. Sure thing. Roll it. <sighs> Why? Plus one.
1: Plus one. Not enough, but it also doesn't uh, get anything off on you. Yeah. Hurricane stumbles towards it, and instead of actually shooting it, he swivels the sh- barrel of the shotgun around and clocks it across the jaw, dislocating it, but not leaving it largely harmed.
4: Alright, um, think think what can I do, what can I do, what can
1: I do? You can make me an athletics check. Oh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, this time, I got a plus six, <laughs>
1: And that is easily enough.
4: Is <laughs> it enough to do some co- one of the counter things?
1: Uh, yes, actually.
4: All right, how does that work again? Does she just get a, a free action in response, or I'm trying no, to remember. We've, we've
2: never rolled well uh, enough to get this.
4: <laughs> Alex is good at athletics, in theory.
2: I do not
1: remember, actually, if there are any rules beyond what you can do with stunts and stuff. For succeeding with style against uh, on a defense.
2: I thought it would... Oh, do you if need a stunt to, to be able to do a kill? If they're trying to declare an aspect on you, I think you can declare a counter-aspect on them if they fail by enough. But... Right. This was an attack, though.
4: Oh, so, okay. I thought it was like I get a bonus or something on my next roll or something if I roll well enough.
2: But... Uh, Lancer sure. gets I... that on his stuff, usually, because I think he has a stunt that gives him... that gives him, like, a... that gives him a boost automatically if he... If he succeeds the defense. If he succeeds with style, yeah.
6: Okay, no, that's. It's... That's normally what you can do is if you succeed with style on an attack, you can lower the damage you do by one to gain a temporary boost. Gotcha. I have one that lets me change it from a temporary boost into a full on um, into a full aspect. Yes. Yeah. Okay. In that
1: case, sure. Let's do something similar. Uh, You can take some damage to make it overextend itself and give and give uh, give yourselves a boost. Or you can take no damage.
4: All right. Uh, yeah, she'll take some damage to continue trying to lure it away and give uh, try and give a... Uh, if I can give the boost to um, Hurricane, I will. And yes, I'm becoming aware that the blind guy fights better than Alex. I moved her fight down to plus one. <laughs> Used to be at plus two or three at some point.
1: Okay. All right. And I'll roll for...
4: How much damage do I take then?
1: Uh, Take eh, just one physical stress.
4: One stress? Okay.
1: Yep. All right. And using that bonus, Hurricane comes up behind the ghoul as it's clawing at you, grabs it by what little hair is back on its head after a few misgrabs, pulls out a switchblade that appears to have a pearlescent uh, grip that glints in the light from the storm drain, and pops it in the back of the spine with it. The ghoul falls
4: oh nice nice shot
1: stab yeah quiet open sewer crate right invading army
4: yes that's that's what i figured belatedly um she will retrieve his knife for him since she realizes he can't see it once (laughs) it's not gonna be tough for him to find it once it's stopped moving
1: right (laughs) and he takes it back gladly wipes it on the wipes on the side of his jeans
4: all right, uh, let's keep going.
1: Right, All right. Switch back to the other ones.
2: All y'all, yo. How do you how do you approach? Uh, weapons slung, I guess.
5: Vespa has you know hands near her pistols, but she always has that.
1: Right. Guinevere is following Lancelot's lead.
2: However, he approaches.
6: Um. Yeah, I mean, sword sheathed for now.
2: Like, the thing is, like, we're so hilariously outnumbered and outgunned, like, <laughs> we're not going to try and start shit. <laughs> Maybe you won't.
3: And yet you brought Lancer, though.
2: Yeah, because they someone probably respects him.
4: Or is going to be made irrationally angry by him, one of the two?
2: Look, somebody there probably respects Lancer.
1: All right. As you guys approach, you see that um, a couple of the ghouls are coming up to the sides of the fence and throwing things over them, over it. That, And for the record, they don't explode when they cross over to the other side. Right. <laughs> Quentin walks to meet you. He holds a he's actually holding a bumper sword in his hand now. A weapon made from a hewn and sharpened car bumper. Smooth skins. Quentin, you haven't, came back. Yep, I haven't seen you since you chopped me in half. It wasn't all the way in half, was it? Uh, you you put a big gash up the front of him. Look, they're
2: real good at attaching tops to bottoms these days.
1: He tilts his head and winces, shrugging, and you can see a bit of uh, a bit of oily black blood seep from the sides of the metal frame on the front of him. Now
5: then, what can I do you for? I guess actually I should be asking that question.
1: You didn't just come here for tea, did you? No. I came for the surrender of Kismet Park. I ain't gonna get it. Would you like to go back in? We're starving oh. you out pretty good. Is that how it's gonna be? Hey, you started it. You didn't have to come back. I wasn't planning to. Then why here? Because you started it again. Did I? Well, not you in particular. Who did? You're fucking Minutemen.
5: Hmm. What happened?
1: We're just off in the... We're just off in the swamps licking our wounds. Amassing. Not to come back. just go off find our new place. And a bunch of fucks in a banged up vertebrate come down. Shooting laser weapons at us. Hmm.
2: It was, uh, it was explicit in our, we were explicit in our agreement uh, in a, in truce and amnesty that they would not, that they would not harbor grudges against, uh, against any that against anyone that we were not currently in conflict with.
1: Yeah, well that sure worked out nice, didn't it? When did that happen?
2: A couple days ago. That's when we saddled up, started riding. Actually, that was a good question. Do the ones that, do the, do the Minutemen that are currently in our, uh, in our place, are they the ones that have the Vertibird?
1: Uh, you knocked down the vertebrate, but it is probable that the vertebrate by now has been patched up.
4: So that it, they dragged it back.
1: The Minutemen are the Minutemen. The, their plan was always to re- reconnect with the, uh, people that were back in the forest patching things up.
4: Right. Ah. Uh, I'm just, I was wondering if this was specifically, basically, is this the people we took under our wing, or is this, like, another group of them that didn't go with them? I know they're technically all considered part of the same group. I mean, I think the thing is, we don't, diff-
1: the thing is, we don't know. Right, the vertebrae did not come back with you, and that is what you know. But but that, you do know with your knowledge of crafts that it's possible to be, it's probable it's fixed by now. That vertebrate didn't come with us. Not back here. Yeah, well, it's still theirs. Which, in my eyes, means it's still yours. No.
5: No, there was an
1: agreement made with
5: the people that are here. They wouldn't have done that. people you're looking at.
1: Splinter of them. Probably ain't made contact just yet. Are you kidding me? The minute men have very good communications technology.
2: And yeah, not since their vault shut down. I suppose I have you to thank for that one. Someone took their fusion reactor.
1: Wonder who that could have been. It's
2: a bus company, I think. They needed to keep running their they needed to keep running their mobile fortress.
1: Yeah, that's actually who we got a lot of our guns from. A couple of the uh, ghouls nearby and smirk and shoulder their carbines.
2: All right. Well, how about this as an accord? You stop lobbing whatever you're lobbing over the fence. We find the guy. We find the guys that. Uh, we find the guys that. Correct your swab and bring them to you for justice. Mm-hmm.
1: He puts the bumper shoulder, a uh, bumper sword up on his shoulder, tapping against it.
2: Also, can In I uh, can I make a uh, can I make an empathy roll to try and to try and identify the real reason he's here? Like, is it just yeah, vengeance, sure. or is he like, I want to get my park back now, and I have a, I have a reason to motivate my dudes to do it? Sure, roll it. Uh, I'm gonna see. Gotta get the the elusive plus two through fate points. <laughs> um, let me see. I'm gonna. I am going i can not use my trouble to reroll a die, can I? Your trouble? Yeah, uh, not usually, unless it's really apt. Uh, american <laughs> Uh, pitch it to me. So Chris doesn't. Chris doesn't trust the Minutemen any farther than he can throw them. Here, they're there because they're capable workers. They got kicked. They got kicked out of their place. But if it comes, if it comes between him, if it comes between us, and the, if it comes between the Kismet Protectorate and a bunch of and a bunch of raiders that that we took under our wing, Chris is gonna choose his own. Sure thing. Do it. All right. Uh. Well. Okay. Not as bad. I went from a minus. Th- I went from a minus three to a plus two. <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah. It does appear that he wants his park back. He wants his gek back but he is not lying to you. He just looks at you. You first. Command your fucking men. Which ones? The minute men. Splintered though they are, they are an entity. And they joined up with you,
2: the protectorate. Of course, I'm not not telling you to back off on a a simple trade. I'm saying that you stop making the situation worse for the time being. And we will do our part, and you can, and you can, we will bring them to you. And once you're satisfied, you can withdraw. Fine. We'll stay here. The siege continues until you have this shit worked out. Fine.
1: Now, you would, guys stop you throwing like
2: a, whatever they're throwing over the fence.
1: What's a good siege if you got crops set up? He, um. If it takes us, if a, it takes
2: us until harvest time to take care of this, then. shrug.
1: He, he puts a hand up and, um. And some of the ghouls open the front gate, that seems to have been burst open by some great amount of force, some form of battering ram or similar thing.
2: Now, if we're gonna take on, if we're gonna try and take on a splinter faction, we're gonna need to grab, we're we're going to need, uh, we're gonna need to uh, get a few allies, and some and some manner of our armory.
1: Yeah, sure. If you try to come out, we outnumber you, and hey We'd love it if you'd like to take some of the firepower out of this base. Alright. And a stroll on. Alright. So you do know one important contact that you have in there. Yeah. Uh, the civilian oh, yeah.
2: leader of the Minutemen. Yes, mm. I have his name. <laughs> that's, who, that's who Vespas go on to. Uh, yeah, it's, uh Benjamin Birch. Yeah, Birch is before?
3: the military leader. Yeah. Payne is the civilian leader. Okay. Yeah. She's looking. She's looking
5: for. Uh, she's looking for pain.
3: Yeah, I mean, I imagine pain is with a. Uh, the Minutemen defending their part of the uh, park.
1: As you approach, a manhole cover slides aside, and Hurricane pulls himself up. <gasps> oh, <laughs> god damn!
5: <laughs> oh, it looks like you got in just fine.
1: Yeah, fine. That's a word for it. Crawls out shakes his leg and some sewage comes off of it. I
4: suppose that means Alex comes yeah. tro- out <laughs> shortly thereafter uh,
2: yeah, if you yeah, want right. to stay I down
4: there you liked
2: <laughs> you could right yeah, I should have just... told you about some of the roamers I lured in there.
4: forgot about that. <laughs> I would have appreciated knowing that sooner. She crawls out with a couple of gashes in her head.
2: Ugh. okay yeah yeah sorry I'm remem- I remember t- by second nature to me at this point. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry,
4: I, they're pretty shallow, I think
2: Yeah, you can probably banish those up Anyway, the uh, the, uh, the horde outside seems like seems like they've agreed that they're going to leave as soon as we can uh, Apparently, the Minutemen uh, took a vertebrate to their territory And that got them pretty riled up, and so they came back to us uh, For justice against the Minutemen The Quentin also really just kind of wants his park back, but they agreed to they agreed to leave if we could find if we could find the party that attacked them and bring them and bring them back to them uh, for their own. I don't know, personal justice.
5: Well, I'm going to go speak with uh, Mr. Payne.
2: Yeah, that'd be a good place to start.
4: I'm going to go get cleaned up and then
3: go to the radio tower. So, uh, Payne is at the town hall that they set up as the uh,
1: de facto headquarters. All right. In Patriot land or whatever.
2: Did they set yeah, up in the Colonial Hall of town. Presidents? Clo- Colonial town. The Hall of Presidents is nearby, yes. <laughs> Did they take all of the Reagans in the park and arrange them along the walls of their hall?
1: There's only one Reagan in the Hall of Presidents. He was only president
2: once. Look, they have backup <laughs> Reagans. The Reagan <laughs> the bot was notoriously unreliable. Uh
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, political commentary. Uh,
2: yeah. He's right next to the Abraham Lincoln that has 500 personalities that are all Abraham Lincoln. Political commentary
3: transforms into Futurama reference. <laughs> yes. Yeah, say Payne is over a uh, pile a table with a pile of maps and uh, that with several uh low ranked officers around him. And he looks up as you come in. Ah, you made it back to the park.
5: Yep. Notice there's some
3: problems. Yeah, I was gonna say that myself. It's good you're back though, it'll help us shore up the
2: defense. Yeah. Tell me, do you know what happened to that vertibird you guys used to have?
3: Oh, yeah. Birch took it out. They've been off scouting for a couple days.
2: Apparently they've been doing more than scouting.
3: What are you saying?
2: Panhandlers showed up because uh, because they claim that some guys in a beat-up vertibird started shooting at them with uh, laser rifles. He
3: frowns. Well, whatever Birch has done, I'm sure he had a reason for it. Certainly, where he is. No, when we lost the base, we lost our communication system.
2: Yeah, looks like they're jamming our radio tower right now, too. Now we managed to come to. They they gave us a. uh, They gave us. An arrangement. If we bring the guys that shot at them back, so that they can face, so that they can, so that they can explain their actions and face the and face the consequences, they'll leave without any bloodshed.
3: And you told it, told them to stick it up their ghoul uh,
2: rears. No, that's why I'm. That's why I'm not dead.
3: Well, I'm definitely not just gonna take the word of a ghoul. And even if they did, Birch isn't your man to give up.
2: No, but we made you made an accord when you uh, when you came into our park.
3: Yeah, and we've been a good friend to you.
2: You've been a good friend to us, but we told you that we told you to stop. We, we told you to stop your attacking of nearby of uh, nearby neighbors.
3: Birch isn't out to attack people that's what happened
2: in any case Are you just
3: trust to... those those animals out there
2: I don't trust them innately I've gotten by in the wasteland because I learned because i am learned how to read people now I'm not saying that Quentin isn't here for ulterior motives there's a pretty good there's a pretty solid uh, there's a pretty solid universal motivator in our park. But what got got his men riled up and got him back here was. What what got his men riled up and back here is your guy shooting at him. Assuming they're even
3: on the level, that doesn't mean they don't have the facts wrong.
2: Now, I'm not saying we're not going to do this without getting both sides of the story. Well, I know what to tell
3: you. Birch isn't here. We can wait till he comes back.
2: Alright, we'll get on the, uh, we'll see what we can do about the radio and see what we can do about tracking them down.
3: Alright, and if one of those ghouls so much as points a rifle this way, we'll be ready.
2: Duly noted. I'd rather not get into, uh, I'd rather not get into a protracted firefight with an entire army. Especially given that there may be another entire army, I don't know, doing something. Well, things are tough.
3: Now you know how we felt. It's no mistake that no one liked us.
2: Yeah, well, we got some contacts we can tap.
3: Good luck. Let us know if you need anything.
2: Sure thing. All right. Well well let's see if so let's see what we can see if we can find anything on the radio.
1: What are you looking for on the radio?
2: Something that isn't static. <laughs> um, I'm
1: just gonna scan the channels.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean
4: you can also potentially help Alex try and do something to get around the jamming. The f- we may not need the to get around the jamming to try and get a hold of the vertebrate if it has radio, because it's probably not on our frequency. Yeah
2: unless they I set guess it to ask. our frequency. Yeah. I guess that's a thing. Um, do we know do we know what the minimum's frequency is?
4: I mean you could well, ask so- him, Ask him if yeah. they re- repaired the radio on
3: the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, you know, the, he'll, he tells you the uh, public broadcast frequencies. I suspect there's probably some frequencies he hasn't told you about, but...
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. We are very uneasy allies.
3: I mean, he'll say he mentions that the, they've been uh, listening to the... Uh, kismet broadcast system which is the most likely to reach them at any given point. That was the last contact they had was the, the vertebrate was going to try to monitor that among other channels
2: Sure. All right yeah we'll start we'll flip through the uh, the public frequencies that we were given. See if all those have been blocked.
1: A lot of the, pretty much every outgoing frequency that's been actually used to try and get help has been blocked in some way. But knowing craft, you know it's also not impossible to boost past any sort of interference, especially considering you didn't see any sort of, like, institutional jamming thing
2: around. Yeah, we're still not actually sure where the jamming's coming from. Yeah, so we'll try and boost, yeah, well, so we'll try and boost to, uh, to, I don't know, get past their noise. I'm not actually sure how jamming works. Is it, like... Is it a frequency cancellation or?
1: There's a number of ways to do it, but a frequency cancellation is fairly common, I think.
2: All right, yeah. So we just have to make our amplitude higher so that we're only like deadened. Right.
1: All right, so that'll be a crafts check, pretty straightforwardly. All right, Chris will oh, assist. Okay. There will, there will be a plus two for having an audio engineer helping you.
2: Okay. Also, that guy. Yeah. And Chris assisting.
4: If how much does an assist give? Other than that? I thought it was plus one.
1: Yeah, typically.
4: Do those add, or do I just get the plus two from...
1: Uh, Let's say the plus two overrides here. Both of you helping is nice, but uh, Hurricane has a great deal of um, experience in pretty much exactly this. Yeah, Chris just just
2: knows scavenged electronics.
4: And Alex is really good at building things and taking them apart, so... And modifying things, so... I mean, there's pretty much no way I could roll too poorly on this. But yeah, so that makes for a total of plus nine. All right, <laughs> since I was rolling at a base plus seven with the bonus.
1: Okay, plus nine. Eh? That's I don't right. think I don't, I don't think this game even has like a a name for what that plus plus amount is.
4: Right, so I just draw power from here, and some from <laughs> here, and some from here, and
1: yeah, uh, essentially you divert some completely unnecessary power, you know, uh, the lights in in a bunch of maintenance decks, uh, a, a few like park rides. You you put you you attach it to the broadcast tower, and it works flawlessly. You you are overpowering their ev- just. It'll actually, if they weren't jamming it, it would be hard to listen to your radio broadcasts. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just. Blah. We just need to communicate quickly before, like, our tower fucking melts.
4: <laughs> oh, it's fine. I've got uh, some makeshift sure power regulators going.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs>
4: just, I just assumed that's part of it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs>
1: She's. Yeah, your, uh, your radio is back up and running. It takes a couple, it takes a minute or so, but you start hearing a Jabber from place to place within Kismet Park. Luke is talking in one direction. Um, jo- Joshua the King talking in another direction. Reagan putting out an ultimatum.
2: <laughs> is he saying he's going to tear down
1: this wall? No, quite the opposite, actually. Okay, I thought the ghouls were trying to
2: were trying to <laughs> I go, am
6: going you... to beep this boop.
1: I swear <laughs> if you
4: tear down this wall.
2: I figured the ghouls were trying to goad him into doing it. Gulbachev,
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't Mr. tear Orbit-
6: down this wall. <laughs> no no, it's Gorbatron. Beep this boop. Gotcha. <laughs> Down this boop, maybe I don't know. <laughs> and Gorbatron, Gorbatron's my covered.
2: all robot Gwar guar cover.
1: All right, yeah. So you have communication throughout the park, and the voices you hear are actually sounding
6: quite tired. Yeah, because they spent all their time shooting at muties instead of sleeping like normal people.
1: That is a very strange thing to hear coming from you.
6: I mean, that was not in
2: character, but. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I get you.
2: All right, I guess over the PA will, or over the, I guess over, uh, personal frequencies and comms will, uh, issue in order to start a rotation.
1: All right, people start snapping to order, crawling out of, uh, crawling out of places. Lucas runs up to you, just sprinting. Lucas, he puts his hands on your shoulders, Chris, and he starts shaking you. Did you see? What they had. Saw the rad crocs. Is this in the radio tower? Yeah, around what? that. So he, he, pulls on, he pulls on your collar and starts moving you to uh, one of the balcony windows on the third floor.
4: Was it the thing with the really big foot?
2: Yeah. It's that. I saw its foot. Chris takes one of the Chris takes one of the jacked um like park obser- or park observation things they mounted up there. <laughs> and uh, puts in puts in a quarter that then falls out the bottom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you try to click a bottle cap against the coin slot. Why isn't it working?
2: No, I rigged it up. It's part of my list. Don't you remember the list?
1: <laughs> I can fix that quick. All right. So over the end, edge of the wall, you see, well, it is a super mutant. Standing about twenty feet tall, oh, it holds in its hands a what appears to be a streetlight pole with an engine block on the end of it.
4: That's a really big robot. Uh, that,
2: ain't, that ain't a robot. Yeah, it. That's one of those West Coast super mutants.
4: It has to be a robot, right? Shit. People, people, do people really come in sizes that big?
2: It ain't people.
4: Super mutants
2: do. Yeah.
1: It hunches over, growling, and you see it has a shopping cart cage on its back that's filled
2: with skeletons.
5: I don't have enough bullets to take that thing down.
2: I suggest maybe one of our hails goes out to the Brotherhood, eh? Yeah.
4: I could maybe rig something up given some time.
2: Yeah, that's what they're trying to. I guess they're trying to wear us down because they got that and the the nuke. Alright, well,
5: how much radius do you think that nuke would go off?
2: I mean, I've never seen one go off myself. Hell, I this is the first time I've seen one in the flesh.
4: Other than the improvised one that Alex made a while back.
2: Yeah, well, her. Was... Actually, I
4: don't think you saw that. Vespa saw that, I think.
2: Uh, I can't or remember. Or did you? It was, was it Chris. You I think Vespa it was, it was that Chris. that talked
4: her out of it.
2: Okay. I think it was yeah. Chris, yeah. Pretty sure it would. Va- pretty sure his his nuke would va- easily vaporize anything in a 50 foot radius. Do a lot more extensive damage to things. Uh, there'd be a blast wave. Some other stuff.
5: You think that'd take out his army?
2: I mean, it wouldn't exactly do our park any good.
5: No. Uh, I was gonna bluff.
2: Thing is, a guy wears a guy straps a nuke to his back. I think he's. I think he's pretty committed to his choice. Yeah guess there's that
0: hmm.
5: the very least I'll go tell
2: him the news tell Quentin or which who, who are we telling the news to don't tell,
5: tell Quentin that uh, our guys here ain't the ones the bird a
2: bird I mean he's not gonna believe us when if we say that we already agreed to we already made an agreement to go and organize a search party like he's not gonna leave until he gets justice, or until we kill all of them. Could ask him if he's the one that's doing the jamming, though. I'm not sure what the hell would be doing that. Guess I can do that. Yeah.
1: Actually, actually, just about as you say that, it's been about 30 minutes since you've recreated the uh, broadcast. Mm-hmm. The um, the hissing stops from the pip boy, and all of your radio broadcasts get quite a bit louder.
4: Oh, I think we can uh, reroute the power back to normal. It looks like the jamming is off. Yeah, probably.
2: I have a feeling it wasn't them.
4: Like, no, who? Wait, it wasn't them?
2: Probably whoever's been sending all those iBots around.
4: Are we sure? Because um, the timing of that seems convenient.
2: I mean, unless they bug the whole park and they can hear everything we're saying. Well, let me go ask.
4: I mean, if they're paying attention to the frequencies they've been jamming, they can probably tell we're broadcasting over them.
2: Yeah, all right, yeah.
4: Unless Vespa is going to walk out.
2: Yeah. All right, what's the
1: plan?
5: She's going to go meet with Quentin again.
1: All right. He opens the doors for you. Less is a courtesy and more is a show of power.
5: She has a... She, she has her hands on both pistols Less is a courtesy, more of a show of power Fuck right. your shit <laughs> uh, and She just kind of walks up is that you jamming our signals?
1: Handy, isn't it? Stop Doesn't appear to be any jamming, does there? Not anymore Don't do it again That's alright I need you to talk to people
5: People I got back in that town Back those walls. They ain't the ones to charge the vertebrate. Turn your men around, I'll bring you the
1: vertibird. Bring me the vertebrate and the siege breaks. I don't give up a a position of power on promises. I don't
5: give a fuck. You ain't making demands right now because I could put a bullet in your head, take out your whole fucking armor right here and now. That bomb goes off, I die, you die, we
1: all die. He looks at you strangely. You think you can set this off with a bullet? Yeah, I can. It's a trophy. It's deactivated. I can set it
0: off.
5: There's your dumbass, so while I'm walking around with a nuke on his back, don't matter if it's deactivated, it can still go off. And I can do it. So mod your asses out of here. I'll bring you your people. That's what I do. His eyes flash with rage. Do it then. Can I make a deceive
1: check or something? If you like... If I, I won't, won't do anything, then, I guess. I'm saying go ahead and make the deceive check. Or you can make an empathy check. Figure out what's on his mind. Sure. Empathy. Plus one empathy. Plus one. He seems to believe you. You're willing to take that risk? Are your people? Go for your guns. See how many of my people... Don't try to shoot you down where you stand. I'm a fast shot and it's,
5: a fast draw.
1: And the nuke is on my back through nine inches of angry son of a bitch. I got good guns. I'm done talking with you. Leave and I'll bring your people. the ain't a choice. You know as well as I do that I can't risk that. I don't give a
5: damn. You came here to make demands. No one makes demands to me. I'm
1: the one in black. Ain't you heard of me? Yeah, I have. I'm a little tired of taking orders from you after you shoved us out of our home. I don't care. Good. If you don't take care, then go. She just basically
5: stands there face to face, or like, like, right up right up close to him.
4: Just kind of boasts for him to leave.
1: He stands there, looking back at you furiously.
4: You know what this seems like. You know what seems like a good time to break this standoff. Alex experimenting with the new tape.
1: You're just gonna put in, Jamboree,
3: the Jamboree, and see what happens. In the middle of a tense situation. (laughs) Well, the scene isn't going anywhere else.
4: attention start the jamboree start the jam the start the fucking jamboree you were you about to just try jam the fuck maybe i might have been about to try that and then thought better of it
1: that is a terrible temesis
4: alex may not know what the word jamboree means <laughs> let's jam this, this is probably not a word that has come up with with her
1: all right <laughs> you, you you put in you put in the jamboree to the uh, main console in the Kismet office and uh, yeah it's it, the jamboree is <laughs> I didn't expect you to go this soon I have ideas I just haven't verbalized them yet um, the jamboree is a actually a Zechariah zombie picture. One of the rare ones. They didn't come up a lot in the Kismet Archive from what you could see. And it appears to be Prohibition themed. It appears to be a light take on organized crime. <laughs> <laughs> All of the characters are dressed up in uh, in pinstripe zoot suits, carrying Tommy guns, gunning each other down. Zechariah zombie you see you see him sprint out of the castle below you run up to uh, run up to Bubsy B and just take his face and push it against a wall <laughs> and start and start grinding it in you, you can actually hear from up there in the tower the sound of grinding metal on stone
4: huh mm. I hope sting has not seen that
1: the radio starts picking up. Uh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> guys. Yes? Sammy Swan is trying to break down the door before Frankie Fox is in. Oh, he's, if that happens on this one, too? I, I think Frankie Fox is trying to break out, too. <laughs> Yeah, and Zechariah zombie starts uh, shoving Bubsy to the ground and, and starts pulling on his arm. You can see it start wrenching out of the socket. Yeah, Chris hits oh, the
2: eject button on the holotape no, or, player.
1: Well, you're probably you probably didn't follow her
4: up there, or maybe you did, but Alex will eject it at this okay, point, yeah. yes.
2: Yeah, no, Chris sends a thing or, on the walkie, like turn off the fucking tape! Christ. I'm just curious what the
1: reaction at the gate is to all this. Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this already happened. They they haven't been paying attention. <laughs> They're Too busy staring deeply into each other's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> as there's as there's a zombie, a, a
3: as a bunch of robot mannequins. You hear an increasingly loud uh, set of thumps below the tower of someone getting closer and closer. She'll look down. <laughs> Sting runs in with his hammer.
4: Oh no. It's okay. I have put a stop to it.
3: <laughs> he he smashes the a zombie,
4: zombie mascot yeah. at least <laughs> once. <laughs> oh, I'll be fixing that later.
3: Why do they fight Bubsy? Um...
4: I think it was supposed to be play fighting. I don't know why it turned into real fighting. Maybe there's something wrong with this one, too. Does it have to do with the deposition part? It's a deposition.
3: Uh,
4: Okay. (laughs) The tape's back to the other one. Should be fine.
3: I better go back to smashing the bad bees.
2: And he runs off.
3: Okay.
2: The bad bees. That's a problem for a different time. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> this is what happens when we spend like 7 sessions going and doing things that are not fixing the park. There's Ooh, been
1: I, like 12 just, sessions worth of material
2: here. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to like
5: write on my character sheet of things to do later. The, the bad, bad bees. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's Pretty done. Much. That's
5: on my things to do
4: list. <laughs> uh, I should probably have a things to do list, but it's sort of in character that Alex can't keep track of all the things she needs to fix
2: constantly. And also probably in this time, Chris is headed down because he noticed that Vespa is just standing at the gates uh, with, um, with Quentin and they're just getting closer and closer. And he knows the prom dance isn't about to happen. Did
1: Please don't kiss.
4: I suppose none of that conversation happened over the radio, but... that's some of it did, I'm sure. He, she suspects her answer to the problem would be, I could probably make something that would set the nuke off as not helpful.
1: <laughs> there is a device that can do that in the Fallout mythos.
6: Huh.
4: I mean, she was more thinking of a bomb that could then set off uh. that bomb...
1: Yes, let's add more bombs to the situation that will make things less tense.
2: Yeah, we're having a Mexican bomb standoff.
1: <laughs>
2: it's called mutually assured destruction,
3: and it's the way you achieve lasting peace.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's no war if, it's, if there's no war on land blasted to bedrock.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. The, yeah, the easiest way to achieve everlasting peace: get rid of people.
3: You just give every single person the power to obliterate humanity, and then uh, <laughs> it'll probably be fine. <laughs> no one will be. Everyone will be afraid to piss each other off, and then everyone will be really nice. Well, I think that was the thing.
2: <laughs> the switch. The switch from concealed carry to open carry to open pointing.
1: <laughs> right then, so Chris comes out, and in- interrupts this. Uh, this.
2: Alright, um, so have you figured out if, they're jam- if they were doing the jamming? They were. Cool, now come back in. We need to organize. Together.
5: Yeah. Two days, Quinn.
1: Two days? Of what?
5: If you're still here on Tuesdays, i would take your head off shoulders.
2: Vespa.
1: Shul, <laughs> sure, leave and scratches his head.
2: And once we're back inside Kismet Castle, what were you doing out there?
5: You pissed me off.
2: Yeah, I noticed that. Maybe keep that in check for a second. Yeah. I know you don't tolerate people. I know you don't tolerate raiders and you don't tolerate people that are after what they want, but you're putting the entire park on the line for whatever your own personal interests are you need to keep your head clear you need to stay in the game we need to do something for the betterment of the entire park that isn't to say we can't have a scheme going on in the background but maybe don't piss off the people that can out that can that have us outnumbered outgunned and may take us down i don't know if you noticed, but they have a 20 foot tall super mutant out there within their ranks
5: Kind of rubs the side of her head, breathes a deep sigh.
2: Yeah, I know, I know. it's a stressful situation, but I need you to stay focused and keep your head in the game. Yeah. And please never pull a stunt like that again. Remember how many people are in this park and how many lives you endanger when you try something like that. I know. I know. I. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, it's fine. We just need to... We just need to work through a plan. Let's see if we can locate... Let's see if we can locate the crew of that vertebrate. And barring that, if we can get... Uh, I don't know. Send a communique to the Brotherhood. Or the Cuban Free Army. Or hell, both of them.
5: I think both work, yeah.
2: Alright. So let's go back to the radio room. Um, we'll get in contact with people. We'll make up a plan. Yeah. All right. You good? Things good? Things fine. All right. So let's go.
5: Yeah, she'll uh, she'll head on up with them. Pretty, pretty obviously lied when she said things were fine because you don't say things are fine when they're fine.
2: <laughs> yeah,
5: but lo- if you use the word fine, nothing's fine, nothing's okay.
2: Chris, yeah, but Chris got her to Chris got her to a point where she's at least manageable, and in a crisis situation, that's the most we can hope for right now. <laughs> Remember, if you have any ongoing issues, be sure to share them with the be sure to share them with me. You trust me, I'm if a friend. I
5: actually caused her to stop walking that's almost like she just got like punched this is my fault you know that right witches them being here
2: they would have come back anyway you know that
5: but said it himself he's tired of taking orders from me I'm the one who kicked him out
2: he said when he was here he was tired of he was tired of getting pushed around by smooth skins you're just an extension of the you're just an extension of that
5: I've done this dance before Chris I don't know why I thought I would indifferently.
2: Problem with usually being the most powerful person. You don't know what to do when power's taken away.
5: It ain't the power. It's... It's just trying, it? trying to these things. just trying to... just trying to make things better.
2: We make things the best we can.
5: I don't fix problems I make them worse so people know me like the do that's the reputation I have in the waste Or I go and do apocalypse follows because I try and change something or, or try to make something better
2: Well now you're with us and we are making things better you're part of that, don't forget it
5: I look around and I don't feel like it is
2: Every day isn't oh, always gonna be better than the last.
5: Chris, when I was a little girl, I did something a lot like this. It went wrong. I was a messenger. A lot of people knew me around New Habashu. Not too far from uh, too far from New Vegas. And CR came up on our borders, and so I got everyone organized. Because we didn't know NCR. We didn't know what they were like. We thought they were going to just kind of steamroll on through. And I went and I made some
2: allies. One of the allies was Legion. We didn't know Legion was worse. Last time we made the right allies. Did we? Brotherhood of Steel. Cuban Free Army. We're stand up folk. We learned from our time in the Wastes. And we got to hold on to what we have. Because you sure as hell know the Wastes will try and take it away. Some days it does. She'll just kind of
5: show last moment of weakness that, 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 that she'll allow and just kind of lean her, lean, lean her forehead into his chest.
2: He'll put an arm around her and kind of, I don't know, stroke her back or something.
5: And after, after a moment of that, then uh, she'll take a step back. Alright, I'm good. You sure? I'm not sure there's anything in the waist. Alright. Thanks.
1: You guys are heading to the radio room? Yep. All right. As you enter the radio room, which is currently open to a lot of different frequencies, considering that the mechanics here were trying to figure out how to get out of the jamming, Mm -hmm. you get a lot of crosstalk on the ghoul radios. And then you um, you hear a somewhat timid ghoul voice that is somewhat drowned out under the protestations of Quentin. He says... This is, this is Lu- Lieutenant Garvalho. I'm, I'm on the south side of Kismet Park and I apologize, but I'm asking for sanctuary.
2: Things have gone badly
1: over here. Um...
2: This is Kismet Park. Over.
1: Please. We're at your mercy. Please. We need, we need, the Bird is back. Repeat. The Bird is back. Can you give me
2: your location? South end of the park. Well, it's Chris will pan around and move the viewfinder. like <laughs> uh, you said the
5: vertibird is back, and you're trying to get in. Are they fighting you?
1: The vertibird is shooting us down. Oh, Repeat, God damn it! All right. Is it there? Like, can we see it? Uh, the radio room, I figured, was an internal room. Okay, yeah. We
2: have to. I guess we'll <laughs> try and go upstairs. Can Alex see it from the tower?
1: Um. It, kismet park actually looks over the uh, looks over the front of the park like what it can see towards the entrance
4: oh I thought it could see like 360 degrees around it like there was like a balcony it, or something
1: that's the thing it, it it has a 360 degree window but it has a metal blind so you are not consistently blinded in there sure um actually would you like guess- to rotate it around. <laughs> That's yes,
2: it. she will do that. And I guess Chris will send a message to the park radios. Eyes on the south wall. Uh, is there a vertebrate?
1: Uh, you get a few reports that yes, indeed there is, and it appears to be firing.
2: All right, we'll flip through the we'll flip through the uh, the open frequencies. Uh, Kismet Park to Minutemen, you will cease firing at once. Just flipping through these frequencies over and over, and um... yeah, and.
1: Uh... You, you get a report that the vertebrate has taken has taken chunks out of the super mutant behemoth, and it has fled the battlefield. Hmm. So, Alex, the metal blind swivels around to face the entrance, and you can feel the heat of the window almost amplifying the sun.
4: Oh, okay, that's why that's there.
1: But as it spins around, you can see a a vertebrate patched together with... Uh, steel plates and various different patchwork repairs. Shoot, uh, attempting to land just south of the uh, the ghoul forces on the south end.
4: So like it's outside the park somewhere.
1: Yes, and it is landing.
4: She'll relay this to Chris. All
2: right, uh, you got the what? Uh, you got a direction? South. All right. It's this
1: south. is this is lieutenant Carvalho please please should it come to it we will help you defend this park against whoever is in there if it comes to it but please let us in
4: i I, I think we should let them in
2: let them in your guys are covering the gate
4: um I've got the tapes so if anything goes wrong I can
1: you
2: know or do we have a south
1: gate the guards
2: this Park only have one entrance
1: it has a south gate, but it's, uh, rather more reinforced. It was more to, uh, keep people from going out that way that they have a force down there.
4: Alex will rush to actually, Alex was, is the gate in working condition? Do I need to like go do a quick fix or anything? I think this is the first I've heard of this gate.
2: Yeah. I thought we only had one gate, but that's, uh, the gate should be fully functional. That's the one we repaired in case the Minutemen came from the south, uh, for some reason, I didn't think they'd come around the front of the park to the north. Add that to my to-do list. All right. If they're going to enter, uh, if they're going to, if they're going to enter, weapons need to be unloaded and at their sides.
5: All right. I'll go down and start making the arrangements. All
2: right. And I want all fence. Uh, I want all south. All fence the south wall to uh, near the gate. I want to. uh, I want interlocking fields of fire in case they try any shit. I'm going to be hospitable. My hospitality's been taken advantage of one too many times. Uh, Lucas.
1: Yes. Yes, Matt. Uh, Chris. God
6: damn it. (laughs) Who's this, Matt?
1: Yes, Chris. Sorry. One one of my head engineers was bothering me. What is it?
2: (laughs) Uh, Prepare a uh, get. Get an escort together. Um, they can enter the park. They can have asylum. They will not have free reign. Take them to the dungeon. Safest place in the park. You got it.
4: Uh, I don't know if it's going to be big enough, depending on how many there are.
2: We have more than one dungeon. <laughs> Take them to the laundry brig.
1: <laughs> I, I established four extra dungeons in my spare time for just such an occasion. <laughs> Where do you find all this time?
4: I can barely s- fix the stuff that's really important to I'm me. I'm really good.
3: One of them used to be a bathtub. <laughs> it's one of the smaller dungeons, I admit. I like to call it the Chris Cage. What? What? <laughs> what?
2: what? Um. What? He's it gotten <laughs> poor. No, is a character. And yeah, Chris will go to meet the oh, uh, yeah. schools on the south wall. As well, the arrangements the arrangements are made, and as you go to
1: the s- hustle to the south wall, you hear um, you hear carbine laser fire. Do you open the gates?
2: Yeah, we got our dudes set up. Yeah.
1: All right. As the gates open, people begin to pour in, and they throw their guns to the side to uh, get past the hassle of being checked and disarmed and everything, sure. just so they can get to safety. As they pour past you, you um, you see on the other side. There are a few ghouls being burned alive at the hands of a a man in black power armor wielding a flamethrower. Four men stand at his sides, also in black power armor, each carrying different laser rifles. One has a Gatling laser, one has a laser carbine, and one of them on his back is holding a mini-nuke launcher.
5: What the hell? Who are these guys?
2: I don't know you
1: managed to dodge to the side I assume in time as um, laser fire starts belching into the gates
2: yeah no uh, Chris takes uh, Chris takes an uh, an assault rifle and uh, points it around points it around the gates and uh, fires it fires a fires some suppressing shots yeah, in that direction throws some suppressing fire down too uh, probably throws a they smoke see- grenade or something.
1: They seem vaguely uncaring as the um, as the low gauge bullets plink off of the shoulders of their armor. The uh, the the man with the flamethrower looks at you. The fire gouting in front of him, setting an orange glow across the black armor of the others.
5: The hell
2: are you lot?
1: They do not respond.
2: All right, everybody inside. Close the gates. Come on, come on.
1: The one with the mini nuke launcher begins to pull it out and ready it.
2: Somebody stop that mini nuke! Chris will uh, Chris will switch to single fire uh, mode and uh, prep a prep a shot.
5: Vespa will also uh, will will will, uh, will dash forward, drop down to one knee, and uh, and aim. Can I spend a fate
4: point?
2: Maybe.
4: Uh... A fate point for Explosive Engineer. Alex has some kind of explosive prepared.
1: Well, I will tell you this for Explosive Engineer, since you're watching from above. You do know that the gates can take that. It will pockmark the gates pretty badly, but the oh. gate will not be lost if you close it to the mini-nuke. The gates... Okay, just
4: close the gate. It's heavy enough to withstand the blast.
1: Alright, All right. drop the gate.
4: If she can trigger it remotely from where she is, she will.
2: I mean, yeah, I'm assuming you, there's you guys... Have... I'm assuming the guys near the gate have the winch controls. Yeah, they... they
1: uh, From above, you can start the automatic processes, but uh, the people below help manually, and it starts closing yeah. much faster. All right. She's also going to... You know what? She's just going to take it upon herself
4: to... Uh, t- t- get on the line to uh she's gonna be what's this Quentin um Mr. Quentin are you listening
1: yeah yeah I'm listening of course I'm listening my men are dying
4: yeah there's five people um they are saying it sounds like they're saying they're in some kind of black armor one of them's got a mini nuke launcher we don't know who they are great they're back they're back
1: who who are they the fucking Minutemen that took us down the last time!
2: I We've met the Minutemen. They don't have gear like this. This ain't the Minutemen. This is definitely not the Minutemen.
1: Well, who else has a Vertibird?
2: I don't
5: know. Is, and can and I, you're I, sieging the wrong can I, place, quick
4: can I, can I make a quick check here, actually, before we close? Because it sounds like you're getting ready to do something. Sorry. Yeah, sure. What's uh, up? Since you had eyes on the vertebrate earlier crafts check is yes. that the same vertebrate roll it i think i will spend a fate point here to tag mechanical girl to re-roll that
1: that's better plus six plus six all right so no it is not
4: the question is can she say that without raising suspicion did they have the vertebrate here at some point, and did she see it?
1: I don't think we uh, ever the last, saw it. The, the last time you saw it, it was chasing you down in an armored car.
4: All right, <laughs> she can't say. Actually, that. no.
3: I oh, sorry. They did see it before the first time they met the Man.
5: Yeah, they did. Uh, when they right. when they were at uh, when they were out front of uh, out front of Alex's vault.
1: You could See, also hypothesize it, that these, then?
2: Oh, that's true. You could They're also the same hypothes, model. Uh, sorry. Um, I was sorry, just gonna no. say you could yeah. hypothesize that these badasses in power armor that are killing and taking what they want may have killed the pilots of the vertebrate and taken it. Yes,
4: that's what well that was what I was looking to find out because she was gonna hypothesize that if she could if she knew it was the same one. That they right. killed the Minutemen and took their bird.
2: I mean you could still so, make that assertion.
1: Yeah, it is the same model. But the thing is, the uh, the the wounds you're looking for that identify it were made by you in that forest. Right. And they are pretty sure you haven't seen it since then. Is this one damaged at all, though? It is damaged and patched together. It looks like it's been uh, field repaired from a great deal of uh, far range use. It looks strong, but it looks like it's been cobbled back together a number of times. Oh, she'll
4: ask, she'll kind of be like, I don't think, um, yeah, so be like, I, if that's the same bird, I don't think it's being driven by the same people anymore.
1: And Quentin just shouts into the radio again, who else in this fucking state has a Vertebird?" That would be the important question, right? And, oh. and and you and you pull and as the metal blinds pull back around to go against the sun, you see to the north, there's another vertibird coming in.
4: Is that the one she's looking for?
1: It's the Minutemen's.
4: She'll, ha- she'll hail it. Um, incoming vertibird, please tell me that's you, Mr. Minutemen people.
3: I was gonna say it takes a minute but he uh, but the radio does come back with the uh, you know Colonel birch Minutemen reporting
4: um we have a bit of a situation here but this is an important question have you seen any combat out there um did you uh, uh, like get
3: in a fight with anybody a few animals but we haven't engaged any people
4: okay then
1: <laughs> disturbingly vague
3: animals is in like crocodiles,
2: rad roaches, scorpions. Uh... Excuse me if I might if I might cool. uh, interrupt this interrogation for a second. Colonel Birch, can you pull, kindly give us some air support on the south wall?
3: All right, we're en route.
1: Quentin? Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm thinking panhandlers, move out. I need to think. And um and Alex, do you get visual confirmation that the northern side panhandlers are leaving? Every one of them.
4: Uh, yeah, they're 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 all going. Um, I guessing they realize they have an entirely different problem than they thought they did. Much like we're realizing. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Chris is running to Chris is running to the radio tower. <laughs> uh, yeah. And
1: anyone looking through to the south end, you uh you see the. Uh, you see the men in black armor look to each other, nod as though they said something, and walk back to the vertibird.
4: They're they're heading back to the vertibird. Um Be be careful, minute minute men. They're very very heavily
3: armed. We can't fight them in the air. If they come around with support, we'll help engage them, but. We can't afford to pursue. Let's hope they're leaving.
6: Do they have any heraldry or anything?
1: Um, which ones? The, uh, the south guys? Yeah. They do not. They simply have their black armor and um, a vertebra that's been de- and reconstructed.
5: Vespa, incidentally, is running to her room so she can get her bigger guns. She's going to need larger guns for this.
2: Yeah, Chris is calling in all hands to the armory. (laughs) All right. The um...
5: revolvers. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, 45 caliber sniper. No, I couldn't make it. I'm going to cut it. Where is that 50? Where is the goddamn 50?
2: Over a certain caliber, does she just have guns that are named after war crimes?
5: Um, After, after, After 45, yeah.
2: Um, Dad, I need to...
4: Hey, uh, Father? Yes, Alex? Could, um, could you keep an eye on things up here? Always. Thanks, I'm gonna go down, I may have to do some quick
1: work, depending on how this goes. Understood and you pass each other going yeah. uh, going to and she'll, from the tower.
4: Yeah, she'll leave the tapes up in the tower so that she can basically tell him to switch them if necessary.
1: All right. Meanwhile, on ground level, um, anyone looking through the gates can uh, can see that the the men in black armor have turned their gatling laser up to the sky and are trying to shoot down the vertebrate. That's taking invasive maneuvers. And they and as they move back into the vertebrate, they seal up the drop ledge and it starts to take flight.. <sighs>
4: okay. The question is in which direction? Alex basically needs to know if she needs to improvise some kind of anti-aircraft explosive.
1: All right As it starts floating up into the air, it starts pulling off to the west, away from the park.
4: Heading west. Maybe we should ask the Brotherhood about them.
1: Already They're on usually it. On...
4: <laughs> they know a lot about tech, too,
1: so. Alright, you go to the radio room, I assume, and talk to the Brotherhood?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Alright. You open it up and you hear the same loud static.
2: They'll switch to the Cuban Free Army.
1: That's Kevin's thing. <laughs> I will leave it up to him what's uh, happening with them.
2: Are they around?
3: <laughs> Actually, in all likelihood, if the Brotherhood frequency is jammed, then the Cuban Free Army is jammed, or frequencies are jammed also. Fair they enough. have even weaker equipment than the Brotherhood. Um, Shit, Marine. Right.
4: What's, what's going on up there?
3: Oh, you can try and ask Alex
4: to boost through to them, but...
2: Alex, uh, Alex, the jamming's back up. We need to, we need to redirect.
4: She looks at her. She's gonna look at her Pip Boy. Yep. Yeah. Is it buzzing like the jamming's up again? It is not. No, it's not. We're not being jammed. Are we being jellied?
2: They must be jamming the brother. So they're jamming the Brotherhood frequency.
4: It's. I mean. <laughs> If that's the case, then they're doing it there because it's not being jammed. They're not doing any. There's no sort of jamming here anymore.
2: They're not jamming our frequency. They're jamming the shit. What? I'm not sure, but they're apparently going to try and take on the Brotherhood, I think.
4: We need to get there. Do you want me to try and do another workaround?
2: Yeah, see if you can see if you can get anything to get through. Heading down there now.
4: Yeah, she'll rush over to the radio tower. All right, what's your plan? Um, so it's, hey, Hurricane, if the the boosting thing we did, well, that
0: only,
4: is that only good for stuff that's being jammed here? Could we use it to push back uh, something that's being jammed at another location?
1: You can probably get, you can probably get your information through, but they can't broadcast back. hmm
2: that's fine. We can give them an. We can give them a situation of what's coming.
1: All right. I'll reset the
4: boosts. I'll reset the boosts then.
2: We'll send a. We'll send a message. I don't know. A reverse SOS. Well, SYS. SYA.
3: Um, a CYA message. Yeah. <laughs> Do- Choose, Choose d- your own
2: adventure. Save your ass. D- Different thing. Cover.
3: Co- cover your ass. Oh, I
2: did. That's why I did SYA. Your uh, asses.
1: Actually, if it's still in place, could Hurricane do that? Uh, yeah, Hurricane is once once you hook him up with um, a standard computer keyboard that's interfaced in, he knows enough about touch typing to uh, get that working. All right, because Alex figures she should maybe be working
4: on some kind of defense in case a vertebrate comes back, because it occurs to her that... Lanzo probably can't shoot that down with a bow I mean maybe it is Lanzo but it's maybe not an idea they should entirely rely upon who can say so she's going to see if she can find materials and stuff and create something that can shoot a vertebrate out of the sky
1: alright while you're working on that um Joshua comes up to you Vespa She's currently in her room, or well, she's gonna—he's gonna try and find you at least.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her room's open at the moment. Ah, uh, uh, ah, King of the Juice, are you there? <sighs> yeah, yeah. I'm just—I'm uh, looking for I'm looking for Hamilton here.
1: Right. Come in. I heard on the communications, our allied kingdoms are at war. They are. Who do we help? We're going to the Brotherhood.
4: I see. I mean no, I guess that's she's not there, never mind. No, I, I can't think. I can't think of any way for us to get to get to Cuba. I ain't got a boat.
1: The Cuban Free Army, from what I understand, is in the south of Florida. At least the ones you've been trying to reach.
5: Right. Right.
1: Wherever you go, I volunteer myself and my soldiers to go for the other one.
5: I appreciate it, but I don't want you to get yourself killed. We need people here to defend the home front. That's what I'm going to rely on you for, alright?
1: He frowns. Alright. What of the Cubans, then?
5: I'm going to see if I can't get in touch with, uh some other friends we made I see a horseman make good contact with them Cuban free iron would be in there dead if they go and help out. I understand
1: good luck he goes out to he goes out to a nearby balcony and starts shouting at his people to take the foam off their swords <laughs> you know a very strange thing occurs to
4: me we may actually have a better trained army than we think <laughs> cuz they have spent how many
2: generations revolving around this silly combat <laughs> Is this where we find out that underneath the buffering is just vibroblades? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't stop the LARP army. Like
4: <laughs> if they've legitimately like had skill tests back and forth, because the one guy seemed pretty good with the sword, I seem to recall.
2: <laughs> yeah, also um fucking knave.
1: One day oh, Nave will one day something will happen with Nave.
2: I think we How got we him functional that? again.
5: I regret that, uh, that, uh, that 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 I, that I didn't say that they could go help Cuba. I regret this. Maybe they would. Maybe they, they would have done a really good job.
2: They're they're better. They're better with fortifications at their side, I believe. Yes. Yes, indeed. they are our reserve army. <laughs> yes.
5: Ah, there you are, Hamilton. Ah, how the hell did I bury you?
1: I'm just gonna head up to the radio right room. All right. So we switch to the ready room where we discuss the plans. And by we, I mean you. We, the audience, and myself travel to the ready room where we, the figurative we meaning you, discuss your plans.
3: Which NPCs, if any, do you call to the reading room?
2: To the ready uh, room? We call Payne and um, uh, the other guy that I wrote down uh, Birch? Oh, the Birch. Birch. I kept trying to call him Bush. <laughs> but spelled Ooh. like but, but spelled no but spelled like the but spelled like the beer. Hmm. I'm just trying to. This is you. not Bush Gardens.
4: Should we uh, should we call some of our other important people? Uh, uh, oh
2: yeah, that, that's one of the last things. Before Chris goes to the ready room, he sends out he sends out a distress call, calling Blastmaster. We
6: need
2: you. <laughs> Blast! Oh. If there is no if there is no God or Buddha, up the blast signal. if there is no God is or Buddha, there explosion. is
5: <laughs> Josh, Josh, here's an alternative: it's a, 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 a a a giant spotlight that just has the, just has the insignia of a mini nuke on it.
2: Blastmaster, if you're out there, like your idea, we, but. Blastmaster, if you're out there, we found a target that may be unblastable, but carries a high number of things that can blast with. <laughs> we believe this is a we believe this is a situation that conforms to your particular skill set. The I targets you... the targets are heading in their targets are heading the targets are heading west from, you know, latitude longitude. I don't know if you can hear this, but you're the hero we need right now. This is the Kismet Protectorate. Over and out.
1: All right, the distress call goes out.
4: <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I, Matt, I I think you
5: might have have uh, gathered his interest just from the first line. We have found something that we that, that we consider unblastable.
2: Yeah, I just <laughs> I just sealed the deal by I saying think... by saying they have a number of blastables with them.
5: No, no, I think the first line seals the deal. I think if you tell this man, I have found a thing that I find unblastable, that is a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> that says to him, he needs to blast it now.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, oh yeah, let's also bring in the frog prince. Why not?
4: Yes, because we probably need people prepared in case, in our absence, they come back here if we also, are all going out. Or also, you can leave, Also, you can leave. Conversely, you can leave Alex in command of the defenses.
2: It's possible, but then the party split up in a weird way.
4: Yes. Yes, it's okay.
2: Um, and also we set we set Robo Reagan to patrol.
5: Vespa is disappointed by the lack of Ro- Robo Reagan.
2: We set him. We set him to trickle down mode.
0: God damn it!
2: He's prepared to stimulate any economy.
3: His rising tide lifts all
2: boats. Yes.
0: <laughs>
2: and then I don't know. Crystal try and Crystal try and get try and conference in um the the horsemen.
5: Kevin, what does the Minutemen think of Robert Reagan?
3: I mean, uh, they, they probably like his tax policies, but they probably aren't huge fans of his uh, defense and foreign policy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn,
4: they
1: drive a hard line. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, you uh, you may to get a uh, you to get in the radio at the center of the room. Um, I believe it was Gawain who was at the head of the uh, horsemen.
2: Uh, the only one I have written down is Pestilence, but uh, Gawain was the Gawain was the robot, right?
4: Yep, Gawain. Yep, Gawain. Gawain was the one that was a member of the horsemen.
2: Okay, yeah, right.
1: Yeah, you get Gawain in the Frog Prince deigns to join you. Joshua invites himself.
2: It makes sense. Um, let's see. (laughs) Who else do we um? Uh, I think the bus company's long gone.
1: They're they're on the they're somewhere in their cycle. We'd have to try and hire them. It would or take them. It would take their... them like
2: three weeks to drive the thirty feet back.
1: <laughs> you can still see them from when they left last time.
2: <laughs> Your vehicle travels like one mile a day.
3: <laughs> a week later, somebody waving at the park. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Farewell.
2: Uh, and I think the survivalist is only questionably an ally and also we don't know where he is we'll bring in I don't know uh Bancroft is Bancroft the one that turns that turns into a killing machine when he hears a siren <laughs> uh yeah I believe that's the one all right yeah we'll have him there just uh so yeah, sure be part of, there just so he can be part of an part of a force
3: it's becoming unwieldy this room's gonna have like 30 people in it <laughs>
4: do you tell alex to go there yes <laughs> i
1: figured the party was going to be there
4: alex isn't really great with the whole planning thing and unless you give her a practical problem to solve like we're
2: gonna like, we're gonna bring up the problems we have a bulleted list
1: yeah all right and uh strauss sits outside the door against the um, against the wall next to it holding on to his vat under the blanket
4: out of sight of the Minutemen people, hopefully. Or did we explain that away in a way that did not made them not angry?
2: We said that he came with the bus company. He's still not too happy to share
1: a room with them right now.
2: Yeah. No. There's there's a distinct falling out between them.
4: <laughs> yes. Oh. Um. I'll be on radio. There's something I should actually do quick before I forget, especially if we're gonna be running off again. Fine. Because it's taking up a bunch of room and I need to get rid of it. Um. <laughs> yeah. She'll go up to Strauss. She. this can happen later if you want the planning thing. Otherwise,
1: uh, I'm probably going to end at the end of the planning. So whatever you want to do, do it here.
4: Uh, yeah, she's going to uh, kind of pull him aside and be like, Sorry, things have been kind of busy, but I found something you might be interested in. Do you have a large a computer with a good storage capacity?
1: Who do you think I am?
4: Hmm. Yeah, and she will, when that happens, upload the schematics that she downloaded for the humanoid robot, for for a a ginoid, basically.
1: He starts looking, he, uh... So you just hand him, like, a big splash disk of it I mean
4: it's like on various things on her like part some of it's in her background boy because you said that she basically <laughs> so didn't it. have room to do it so it's in a bunch of pieces scattered across electronic things she keeps yeah. on her
1: quizzically he uh, downloads the file on a on a laptop he keeps nearby <laughs> like a big suitcase size laptop yeah and he looks at the starts of the schematic and his eyes sort of go wide. I have difficulty believing this could be made by human hands.
4: Well, maybe not human hands. Um, But at least it's sound.
1: I'm certain it can work. I guess. How do you know? Um, I've seen one. His his eyes shoot wide. You've seen one? Where? It was states away. You don't understand. Where? Um... The thing is, it's kind of not accessible. I consider a lot of things accessible when it comes to this,
4: but I might be able to, I might be able to build you, or at least work on design something, something similar to what built it.
1: Okay,
4: I guess she'll, uh, you know what she still has. What do you have? She has the... Or did she give the... She has the hand of a night robot.
1: Yes, you do, actually.
4: Yes, I, I even wrote it down on the sheet because I thought it might come up. I thought it might come up and be useful for something. I did not think it would be for this, but... <laughs> the, here, I picked this up. I believe it's of a similar model as the one that built it. Something capable of using a hand like this... Might be able to build one. It may take a long time, but...
1: I see. This is... He's, he's, he turns it over or looks at it. Is this Lancelot series? Yeah. Where did you get this?
4: Um, basically from a place... I believe the hand is from an enemy of Lancelot's of a similar model that... Was attacking a place where the place he came from, or attacked it at some point in the past, and tried to work its way in.
1: This is incredibly strange.
4: Yeah, he there's something else.
1: I need to study this.
4: Uh, I was gonna do so myself, but yeah, uh, it sounds like I'll be busy here for a while.
1: All right. He pulls out a he a, pulls a screwdriver out of his tool belt and sits against the wall again. Consume with thought, prodding at it.
4: Sorry, it's not as helpful as you wanted, but... You
1: I understand. I'm, I'm sure there, there wasn't anything else you could do for me or for her. Thank you, Alex. Sh-
4: sure. Can I ask you something? Yeah. You have... You have a lot of knowledge, and... You're very good. Maybe even better than me. If... If you succeed at this or you have time at some point and all this settles down, could you help me rebuild the people of my vault?
1: His face sinks. It's the least I can do.
4: Thanks. I've got to still go get them. Yeah. But I've been wanting to work on it, but I just haven't had any time to.
1: That's the wasteland for you. Plus, it seems people don't take kindly to when you pursue your personal goals. He, he glares at the Minutemen through the wall.
4: Oh, I suppose so.
1: Anyway, thanks. I appreciate it. We both do.
4: She'll nod. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll cross those off my list. She's probably, at some point, she's probably going to up find a computer that she claims for herself and upload the blueprint to that so that she can not have it taking up literally all the room. Or I guess she can trust Strauss enough to... She doesn't really need the blueprint for anything other than the personal... Well, other than maybe verifying that she may or may not be up something similar.
1: (laughs) Sure. Okay. Yeah, so I suppose everyone's in the war room then.
4: Yeah, Alex returns
3: after a few minutes. But
4: indeed, Vespa comes in with a fifty caliber uh,
5: rifle.
3: So Sting's one of the last ones to come through, but he he comes in with a uh, 55 gallon drum over one shoulder and uh, a sack, in the other.
5: I mean, I thought bringing Hamilton was gonna was gonna be impressive. Someone invited Sting. <laughs> hey, buddy. I
3: made it to the party. I brought yeah, sacks. <laughs> Tumps <Thanks. laughs> the barrel on the ground. And... What's
4: in the barrel? <laughs>
3: <laughs> what do you think's in the barrel?
0: <laughs>
3: I want to know what's what in the sack.
1: <laughs> That's, that one's harder to answer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, he, he pulls the top off it and the barrel's full of honey. Yeah. With the occasional large honeycomb. Floating.
2: Nice.
3: I suppose going to have some honey. Why not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and, then, and then he shakes the sack and he goes, You wanted to know about the bad bees. <laughs> <laughs> and he dumps the sack out, revealing a, uh, a small black tapered eyebot. Oh. Smashed in half. Yeah, the bad bees come at night, and they follow people.
4: The bad... Oh, Shit, I think
3: I know what he it.
2: means. They've been watching us for a while. Shit.
4: Are the bad bees
2: metal?
3: That. This is a bad bee. She motions... Yeah, she motions what he dumped he out there. Oh, sorry, I missed mind. that part. Yeah. Yeah, dumped the sack out.
4: Oh, so it's those bad guys that no one likes apparently
2: i think we found the bad beekeepers or rather maybe they found us
3: the the look of hatred on his face is probably terrifying
2: <laughs> they only wear half the colors of a bee <sighs> he slams a fist on the table
3: <laughs> well, i'll fix that later <laughs> Fix it. Bad beekeepers. He takes a, a <laughs> giant glob of honey and starts chewing on
2: it.
4: Okay, so um what are we going to do?
2: <laughs> Alright, so we know they're going. We know they've jammed the Cuban Free Army and they've jammed the Brotherhood of Steel, so they're heading both ways. So we figure out. What forces we can take? We barely know anything about these guys, other than like five of them kicked our asses.
4: Is um, aren't aren't
2: the Brotherhood really
4: heavily armed?
2: Yeah, and they're really heavily fortified, which makes me wonder what's gonna, which makes me wonder how that fight's gonna go off. I imagine the Cuban Free Army is probably gonna be less expecting of that. Oh. That said, we probably shouldn't. That said, we probably we probably shouldn't. Hold off on help we can get from the Brotherhood, or on help we can send to the Brotherhood. Our currently available, are currently available manpower and weaponry. Um, I mean, ours is the amount we were able to scavenge. Um, we don't have really a high number. Of, we don't have a high number of explosives, although Lanso can. Lance is effectively an anti-vehicle weapon. So we've got. Uh- We've got the we've got the remaining inventory from we've got the remaining inventory from the Minutemen. Birch nods. We've also got a we've, we've also got a vertebra. Hmm, sorry.
3: The vertebrae doesn't have a lot of fuel, but we can reconnoiter or deliver a small amount of people.
2: Certainly. And you do have a you do uh, how many of your uh, how many of your APCs are left?
3: None of them survived. Hmm.
2: We got one that was delivered to us from the bus company. We can fix it up if you have any shells left for the cannon.
3: He looks at you strangely. Okay, we'll see what we can do.
5: If possible, we can help both these people out, keeping Free Army and uh, Brotherhood. If we get in touch with the, especially if we can. Get in touch with Lancel. So, uh, or get Lancel so in touch with uh the Horseman.
2: I mean Gawain's on the radio. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear that. Though. Hello, <laughs> sorry, Gawain. Indeed. All right, so Are yeah. You
4: guys under attack? No.
2: You haven't seen any. You haven't seen a bunch of. Uh, you haven't seen a bunch of badass uh, power-armored guys uh, just carrying the heaviest fucking weapons ever.
1: No, we have not.
2: All right. Well, they just showed up here. Uh, they tried to blow it on our gates with a mini nuke.
1: That is serious.
2: Yeah. And right now they're bearing
5: down on uh, Cuban Free Army and uh, and the Brotherhood of Steel. Oh dear.
2: Now I imagine the Brotherhood of Steel has a much better chance has a much better chance of repelling them, but we're not certain how lar- how how large their numbers are. And if they're able to get access to the Brotherhood of Steel's armory, that's where the war is going to be lost, probably.
5: Yeah, yeah. With them doing with with, with them doing this, without if we don't stop these guys, there's no way in hell a civilized life could exist in Florida.
3: Uh, Payne he uh, stands up a bit and he says, "Be aware that the Cubans have the largest supply of food in all of Florida. If they take that." Well, we aren't going to starve them out.
2: Sure. I imagine the Cuban Free Army is a little less, a little less capable to uh, stop them. I can't get through, so I don't know. I was able to get some. I was able to get some signals through the Brotherhood and the Cuban Free Army saying that there's an invasion force coming, but I don't know if they received them. Let's see. Here's
5: what we need to do, in my opinion. We I mean, to not a small task force. Hook up with them, fix the uh, fix whatever's jamming their radios. It was us. Link back up with with uh, Protectorate here, and decide just how many people need to be sent where. As stands uh, uh, as stands, barring that, our only options are dividing our forces, God knows which way, taking the chance that we're making the right
2: guess. Agreed. If we can send a, must... if we can send out a scouting if we can send out a small scouting party to assess the situation and report back, we can send our forces out more effectively. They must have a stronger jammer
4: than the panhandlers had, at least at the enclave. I mean everything or not the enclave, at the Brotherhood. Uh With everything they had there, they should have easily been able to do what we did here if it was the same thing going on.
2: Yeah, hell, they had a transmitter that goes into space. So,
4: I have an idea of how we can do both, maybe. What's your plan? If the problem is a lack of forces. If I can... We have some really good engineers with us. If I can get their help We might be able to get a mechanized uh, A lot of robots Helping us We do have all
2: that scrap I mean that'll be helpful um, We're still limited and, to our current supply of firepower And we need something We need something either very accurate Or very strong to take them on
4: uh, I could maybe make something Given a bit of time uh, I can shoot a vertebrate down probably just one though. Let's see. Well, how many can they have really? I think of it this way. The brotherhood probably have things that can shoot one down, right? So they're probably facing a different problem than like we had here. Right.
2: They're probably it's likely an overwhelming force.
4: The I don't remember really the what all the Cuban Free Army had, but we Maybe can.
2: Oh. As far as I remember, they had some, as far as I remember they had small arms um, and some uh, some mounted machine guns. I believe they had a they had a fleet of jeeps that ran on biofuel.
4: I I know it can take down a vertebrate You're not gonna like it though.
2: Go on. What is it? She
4: she just kind of like puts her hand on Hamilton. <laughs> I think a twenty foot tall super mutant could
2: probably take one out.
4: Oh, I like that idea better.
2: Mm, might be a little difficult when it's got a bunch of chunks taken out of it. We
5: can link up with Quentin. We can broach something with him. We ain't had the best history, obviously. Probably ain't gonna have the best of futures either.
2: No, but there is a thing that there is a thing that is against our mutual interest at this point. Exactly. Someone else is gonna want to meet up with Quentin, though. He and I had a spat earlier. I can go for that.
4: All right, well then I guess what do we need—more numbers or something heavy? Because I can either work on a lot of robots, or I can and get a lot, a lot of the broken ones up and running, or I can maybe try and work on a big emergency weapon to use against something like a vertebrate.
2: But I don't think I'll have time to do both. Any estimates on how good the robots would be? Because my thought I mean, is if we can disable, if we can disable their weapons, their weapons aren't as heavily armored as they are. In fact, something like a Gatling laser is, has uh, a number has a number of uh, extreme weak points. If you can get an army, if you can get an army, and we can and we can effectively disarm them by damaging enough of their gear, then that'll that'll hinder their effectiveness.
4: Uh, GM how if she could make shift a small army here of the half working a lot of the half working stuff they have plus maybe depending on how long a time frame they are thinking i don't know i don't know that she wants to use her personal people at the vault for and send them into battle but uh...
2: well and also you're talking about like a one-week journey to get to your vault
4: yeah, that would that's true too. That did take quite a while. But yeah, the uh The But yeah, basically it's how how effective would they be? Would the, like would they be effective enough that they could like aim for weapons and
1: stuff? Does she think she could program them or if you're just making it out of like the stuff you have around they'd They'd probably be able to drive forward and shoot a gun in the direction they're driving.
4: Yeah, she'll say, I don't know that I could make something with that amount of precision in the time in real quickly.
2: All right, we'll leave that. Um,
4: I could make forces, though. They could shoot in the direction. I guess it's
2: uh, if we throw maybe enough,
4: enough if they just have five guys. I don't know if they have...
2: Yeah, we don't a lot more we don't know if they're similarly
4: armored people I don't know how good that'll much that'll do though
2: well they could eat they could eat some bullets while we pick off while we pick on uh, strategic targets and if they throw, if they throw enough bullets down range then that's good enough as precision firing
4: otherwise I could try and build something that makes a big boom
2: would it be able to do it more than once
4: maybe. But I'd have to find something we have a lot of to use as ammo. Then I might be able to come up with something, though. Hmm. Vertebrates, do they use? She thinks. Does they do they use engines? Uh,
1: they have hydrogen fuel cells, like most of the cars did.
4: Right, but I mean, do they have? Do they have? Or rather, I guess, do they have rotors and things? Yeah, they're or? they're basically yeah. ospreys.
1: Yeah, they have uh, they have vertical takeoff rotors. Essentially, and then forward road, and then they can turn them forward to move.
2: Honestly, if we could, she's... if we could make something like a big steel net, that would fuck them up real bad. I don't know if you're able to. I don't know if you're
5: able to uh, create and modify ballistics, but
4: not a steel one. But actually, she's gonna look at she, she look. She's gonna look into the barrel and dip her hand in the honey. <laughs>
2: I was going to drink that! Sorry. It's a natural uh, It's a natural antibiotic. Yeah. That's okay. I'll have to just drink my juice.
3: I think everybody's really been taking handfuls of honey. Yeah, everybody yeah, it's has... It's not like you brought me plates.
4: She's testing, how much, she's testing how sticky it is. Very, very sticky, I'm guessing. Honey-based warfare! <laughs> That's what she's thinking. She's <laughs> going, if I could make something that could somehow say launch a glob of honey it might be able to tie up the rotors or something
2: yeah we just need something that shoots high enough um i remember like uh, i remember hearing <laughs> thing. i remember hearing things that the that windscreens of those vehicles can't even take something as sturdy as like a frozen chicken did
4: did you say that apc had a cannon on it
2: yeah yeah i mean <laughs> you've seen it
4: well, yeah, but I didn't have, have a chance to get a good look. I
1: didn't have. Look, I haven't had time to thoroughly go over it, okay? <laughs> Wait, you, you didn't look at the APC you bought from the bus? I did. I was just. I did. I just haven't
4: had a. I had to. I, I need to see if I can modify it to do this. This isn't a thing I have thoroughly inspected.
2: I just Well if we have some spent casings You can load them with whatever the honey projectile is And enough powder to make them shoot I was more worried about whether it would be Whether I could fix it to drive or not
4: at
3: the time Birch and Payne have almost identical uh, stone faces I don't see why you don't modify
5: it And have them be the ones in charge Of shooting the birds down
4: Do we want it on an APC? An APC is a big target. I could maybe just make a launcher out of stuff we have around. I
2: mean, an APC is also armored. Where's that. It's it's in the name. We could probably slap more armor to it. Like in those ancient stories about the Alpha team.
4: Yeah, we heard you were
2: discussing the various ideas. I mean, the thing is, hmm.
4: She thinks, did the
3: cannon work?
2: Yeah, it had a bullet in it. We shot it. We missed. We ran out of bullets.
3: (laughs) <laughs> Didn't you shoot the vertebra down?
2: No, we missed. blastmaster
3: blast like, blast came that. out oh, of nowhere okay. yeah. and yeah. saved our asses.
4: You know, uh, I don't know. I mean,
2: here's the other thing. If it has, here's the
4: make- thing: is if it has, if it that already has a gun, it can probably already shoot something down. Yeah, it might be more we... useful to make something that I can somebody can carry. Yeah, why don't we make
2: something like uh, like mortars? We just have to range them.
4: Uh, there are too many machines here. I haven't had enough time to work with everything. It's fine, we just need... We gotta we... stop being so busy sometime.
2: Yeah, I know. It seems like every week we're carried off on another grand adventure.
4: Well, is he... Even I can only keep track of so many things to fix, you know.
2: Alright, well, here's the thing. If we want to make something sim... If we want to make all right so if we want to make if we want to make like charges that shoot that shoot honey all we need all we need for that is some sturdy piping and a bunch of uh, and some primer and some powder and a thing that can keep the honey until it hits something and honestly if we're doing that we can probably make we can probably make something that shoots a lot of other things it wouldn't be too hard to make a bunch of cannons uh or make a bunch of grape shot cannons really If our goal is just to damage the rotors, but anything we can, anything we can load down, anything we can load down a barrel would be helpful.
5: I'm still partial to the idea of a really big gun.
2: I mean, that's what I'm talking about. We just have, we make a bunch, we make a bunch of really super basic guns and a lot of really big bullets. Joshua wraps his knuckles on the table. We can work all
1: this stuff out during our preparations. The big question is who is going where? Right.
2: It's, well, it's hard to say that because we don't know anything about the situation.
6: Well,
5: Minu- uh, Sorry, uh, um... Gawain. Yes. You guys got the fastest mobilization here in uh, here, here in the wastes.
1: Yes, we do.
5: Is it possible for me to for me, for me to ask you to send a few scouts back, see what's going on thereabouts,
1: come report, report to us? I can try, but the longer you take before you make a decision, you know, the more lives are probably going to be lost.
2: Yeah. The problem is we know. The problem is we know absolutely nothing. We know there's five guys that attacked us. We just
5: have to take a guess then. Oh my god! I hope we got to be re- 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 right.
1: Joshua puts a hand. Puts his elbow on the table and puts his hand to his head. Well, it's the Brotherhood of Steel is well armed, well protected, well defended, right? Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So that seems like they're gonna want to hit it hard,
2: and they're gonna make it's gonna be a war of attrition.
1: Right. Meanwhile, on the Free Army side, they mostly just have to wait for a large amount of the army to go off and take take the base behind them.
2: Yeah, so we could go, we could send we could send a lot, lar- we could send a large force to go and assist the Cuban Free Army and wind around to come for the Brotherhood. It's very possible. So Shall we
1: tell all the people who are in the mobilization group to get ready to go to Miami?
2: I think that's our best plan, because if free, whatever Cuban Free Army is left can move with us, they've got more vehicles than we do. Understood. That's true.
1: Alright, I'll tell, and at that moment there's the, the sound of, of electricity arcing just outside the door. Strauss swears.
4: I'm, I'll go, to, uh, I'll go check it out. She'll, uh, Alex will go to Strauss. His
1: eyes, his eyes are wide and, uh, as he holds the hand out in front of him and there's a black scorch mark on the railing in front of him. What happened? It, uh, it shot some lightning. It did? Yeah.
4: Did you make it do that?
1: Maybe. I was poking it.
4: I'm just gonna look at it. She not look is there something safe to shoot? that seems like it'd be relatively safe to shoot lightning out again?
1: He sort of shrugs and looks at it. The the fingers are outstretched where before they were just sort of hanging limply. That's
4: new. Can't yeah. do it again.
1: He he pokes around and winces as he as he prods a wire and it makes a high-pitched whining noise that dies off in a second
4: oh i wish i had more time that could be useful right now
1: i'll keep working on it and i'll let you know if anything helpful comes out of it
4: thanks all right time to go since we're pretty sure we're doing the thing she'll shout back to the room since we're pretty sure we're doing the thing i'm gonna go start getting to work
2: all right same all right, and so preparation, yeah, we'll set up a rendezvous sorry. point. All right, and with
1: preparations begun to save Florida, uh, save uh, some, save some of the people of Florida, I'm gonna call an end to the session.
2: All right, hooray! The hooray. name of the
1: session is Home Sweet Home.
2: All right, yeah. Sorry if we got like if we were just kind of going in circles there. It's like. The information, no worries, it's... Yeah, the information we had to work on is there's five really badass guys that kicked our asses, gotten a vertebrate, and flew west. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, we don't know anything about this army. How are we going to fight it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's five guys that didn't even go in the right right way. <laughs> it, was like, it was like very low-scale cosmic horror. We were just getting <laughs> steamrolled by them because we were in their way. <laughs> At this point,
1: we <laughs> at this point we might as well be fighting a five guys burger joint.
2: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you guys have fun. Yeah, I did. Yeah, this is going to be interesting.
1: Cool. All right.
2: Uh, this is it's another okay. minor milestone.
1: Yeah. Any
2: questions, comments? Suggestions, I'm curious what like we're going to do to handle to handle an army combat. I don't know How if Fate has any rules for that.
1: The the system's toolkit does.
2: I don't quite
1: understand them yet. I'll look at them, see if they're appropriate.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Um, oh yeah. and Well, I guess Chris they're could, actually on the SRD. If you want to look.
2: Yeah. I guess Chris could oh, also sounds try sounds- to have called in the followers, but they're like everywhere and I haven't called them yet in the campaign. And I don't know what they do. They could help us build some stuff.
3: <laughs> I'm interested. No one brought up the possibility that this is all a decoy. I considered it, but Alex isn't tactically minded enough to actually. The think problem of it, so is we
2: don't we don't know enough to to know, to, we we don't know what we don't know. We barely <laughs> know that we know anything. There might not even those guys might actually be
1: just like cats stacked inside of power armor. <laughs> yeah, is <that's> the <laughs> we thing. We know
2: we know but about these guys. We know they've been sending out iBots to get us, and that's it. We're I, and we're not even sure if that's them. We're we yeah. we have we have a hunch that it's them.
5: I have an idea. It's actually a small corgi in a control room. It was you behind It's it been, all been
1: you all
2: along. <laughs> and this is the thing. This is why I wanted to be able to reconvert all the ibots we had to go scout things out to see what the fuck's been sending iBots to us.
6: bark, 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 bark bark. bark. See the
4: thing I figured was that. Like tactically speaking, what we really should have done is split the party, and by split the party, I mean just send Alex to help out the Brotherhood as she crazy
1: techs all their tech into a victory. They're pretty good at crazy teching their tech.
2: Yeah, no, so they out saying, crazy teched us. You, tech tech you can... haven't, you haven't built a, you haven't built a VR that lets us go into somebody's brain. <laughs> to be fair, the neither did they. Point.
3: His brain was also designed for that.
2: <laughs> He's. But yes, yeah, it
1: brings up worrying questions that those interfaces were compatible.
2: <laughs> it makes sense. He's at a, He's at a theme restaurant and like amusement park.
1: Yeah, if you tip well, you get to
3: put on the VR helmet and go inside Lanzo's brain.
2: <laughs> it takes
3: you to well, a world can... of
2: fantasy and high adventure where anything, anything you know, can happen you, and you, anything is possible.
1: Hi, I'm Griffin. If you're Tackle, a good bro. birthday boy, you get to go in the head of Lanzo. <laughs> it can a take small you on a very
2: erotically charged role death. playing experience.
1: Please, I'll take you on a erot- take anyone on a erotically charged role-playing experience. Also, I appreciate that you have a technical
3: genius, and the technical genius's idea is to make honey shots.
1: <laughs> we
2: don't have a <laughs> lot of stuff. <laughs> like See bullets. Yeah, like, let's, let's reconfigure our explosive gun to shoot <laughs> honey. See, no, my, my, thought, the... my thought wasn't that we're going to reconfigure our gun. We're going to make bullets we can shoot out of yeah. the gun. No, Alex said he was to make an
4: entirely like cannon or something that <laughs> shoot it because her thing is her, She's a glob what, she, what she was basically thinking of is I could make a ridiculous because you specifically asked, can you make something that can be fired more than once? And the answer is yes, but it would require it would need to shoot something we have in plentiful. Yeah, we have plenty of and we have plenty of honey. Well, <laughs> so if we want a cannon that can fire over and over again.
5: That's that's why Vesper was saying just, just just make a big gun because making bullets isn't hard.
2: Well honestly if she, like if she want a big gun. Well no, because well give, like,
5: give her a small bore cannon and we're
2: good. Well no, that's the thing I was thinking because I like making making a making a big gun isn't that hard. If we have if we have pipes that are well reinforced enough we put something on the back and boom we have a bunch of mortars.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, see my plan
5: just, is that, I think I think that would that, that would be explosives though. Uh I'm an explosive just, I'm an explosive engineer. It's it's true. Vespa's just got guns at five.
2: You go with the people of the big guns then. We already have those. We're just questioning how big they are. We just need bigger guns. What I'm saying is
5: I want the gun that Ghost has. I want you to make me that gun.
1: That's about and the biggest that. gun you can get without moving to the big gun skill. Is that a, is that a skill? Yeah. No one took it because it's stupid to start with it. <laughs> I once made a character that started with the big gun skill in Fallout 3. It didn't go
2: well. Yeah, no. And we'll also like, also the only person in our party that could wield something like a Gatling gun or a, a minigun or a Gatling laser is uh is a robot that's convinced he's an Arthurian knight. so (laughs) you
5: you just got to mount that shit funny
2: funny thing uh because of the stun she took alex can
4: use anything that would be considered explosives instead of big
2: guns yeah i know that's the same thing that's the same thing that chris has so we're probably going to be we're probably going to be running artillery
4: yeah but the thing is alex can use it as her literal best skill She is like, as the thing she is like getting too legendarily good at.
2: Also, I think given the, given the nature of this and the next session, I might, let's see. I don't know. I'm probably going to swap out once a follower, always a follower. Cause I have a feeling this is going to be a, there's going to be a stunt that never gets any relevance in this game. Well, <laughs> that I have held on once... in the case that it might get relevance sometime <laughs> in this game. <laughs> it might, you
1: can also call them in, but you know, you'll, you'll you might get a couple.
2: Uh, I mean, if I have a bunch of people that are very knowledgeable on how to build explosives, that would be helpful. Yeah. We or can people talk that about can, that or and... people that can direct artillery. Like, I'm not going to the followers to get, I'm not going to them to get GIs. I'm going to them to get generals.
1: Yeah. I mean, we could talk about that in the uh, between session preparation.
2: Yeah. The recording's also still going. So.
1: Yeah. That said, thanks for
2: listening, Internet. Yep.
1: Good
0: night. Good, Good night.
1: night.